0: get this money i got it i go and chase it huh you niggas broken you see it, you really waiting huh i go and get it i'm baking i gotta make it huh you tired of waiting your heart and it's really waking huh yo yeah uh-huh yo lie yo lie i get this money i got it i go and chase it huh you niggas broken, you sitting, you really waiting, huh I go and get it, I'm baking, I gotta make it, huh You tired of waiting, your heart and it's really waking, huh I'm good as rape, coupon, heard your raps and I farm My wrists is wet well like a pond, me and your bitch got a bond I'm looking good as a swamp, and that's the boy like a con Bitches call me the dawn without the flick of the wand I know the eggs is bliss, know these niggas not my homies That the boys with a fist, I kill shit, niggas mad Where that shit fit, and don't get hit Cause you can really end up on that list These niggas pissin', I'm it Really know I'm the shit Just a part of the wit He spoon-fed, get a mick out the tick He a bitch And I'm just trying to stay low and get rich He want to inch, but it's a rap I got the game on my fist, No assists, I'm a wrist Never get this shit twist Have niggas do you ice cold like an ice-cool brisk Niggas piss, got your bitch And now she wantin' to frisk And if he diss, he gets fun like a diss Yo, straight up Damn.
1: What up world, you're on with the Mike Sounds Nice podcast. I'm on with my co-host Moody. Give so, us your opening statements. Sup, it's Moody. Nothing big, ever. And today we have our special guest. We got Mr. 200 himself. I interviewed this man three years ago at Louis Evolve's very first hip hop festival. Been watching him on the come up ever since. And he's here to talk with us today about his new drop, his new project, 2001. My main man, Ivory, in here, opening statements.
2: What's going on, man? Uh, Nothing for real, I appreciate you having me out. You know what I mean? It's pretty cool. You
1: know what I'm saying? We out here rocking with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, peace and love, peace and love. And I am an entire white woman known as Player One, and you are on with the Mike Sounds Nice Podcast. (laughs) And may the fourth be with us, because this is episode four. We got a good show lined up for you guys today. Got a good interview, good topics. Got a good crew in the studio. So, <laughs> <laughs> I knew
0: you had a fancy ass
1: <laughs> intro planned.
0: You <laughs> do not want to the shenanigans
1: are starting too soon. So, okay. stay with us. Rock I didn't know us. you interviewed
3: him three years ago. Yeah. Okay. Just, all right. This history. I was. I was.
1: Uh. You know what? Because because I, I was finessing. Okay. And and playing around a little bit. hmm So like I already got in, but I was like, yo, I'm gonna just see what's up with some of these people. So I mm-hmm. just went around with my cell phone. And I, I just, like, talked to everybody, took interviews, and then blogged about it for a little bit. Okay. okay. And, the, like, the only person who read it was, like, Charles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's how you know it's, like, kind of a throwback. But, mm-hmm. yeah, man, i definitely been keeping up with him and everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let's do a little bit of catching up, man. What, what you All been right. up to, moves? So, you know, unfortunately, last week, you know, I had the whole
3: uh, ulcer thing. It's in my neck. You know, I got an ulcer in my neck. Couldn't come in. Uh, I had to scoop it out real quick. Uh, but I'm back. Uh, I was playing a lot of Red Dead over that time. Did y'all talk about that? I talked about Red Dead a little bit. Did you play it, though? I played it a little bit.
2: Okay, well, I probably played it more. How how is Red Dead? Because I I had number one, but I ain't gonna lie, I really wasn't too big of a fan of it. I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, if you weren't a
3: big fan of the first one, Uh you might not be a big fan of the second one. Because it's a lot of the same. Uh Just a Wild West simulator, for real. Yeah. It's way I think it's way better in terms of like the story and yeah. everything uh, they really make you feel for all the characters no, in man. that story and your horse too because your horse can die and it stays dead oh, so yeah. <laughs> you really want to take care of your horse yeah. too it's, it's wild I've, I've probably spent cumulatively mm-hmm. an hour doing nothing but brushing and petting my horse to right. make it like me better
1: yeah because you can start drifting you can yeah. drift with your horse if you get it if, you, yeah. if it likes you enough That's yeah. what's up. It, the the game definitely screams immersion because it's mm-hmm. you if you try to play like Grand Theft Auto because Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto are both from Rockstar yeah and so they both do like those really big open world games mm-hmm. but they're both immersive in their own regards so like Grand Theft Auto is more modern and you can play just as recklessly in Red Dead and be like an asshole and everything but um with Red Dead against Grand Theft Auto there's a morality system so if you mm, if yeah. you gain notoriety, you'll keep it throughout the game. Yeah. So if yeah. you go around like killing people, your reputation will follow you, even though you're not actively being followed by the law. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's this fucking video that Kotaku posted where they were talking about the shitty things people are doing in Red Dead. There's a because it happens at the same time as like women's suffrage was happening. So there's this woman who's talking about women's voting rights, and some dude made a video. Called punching annoying Feminist mm-hmm. in Red Dead, <laughs> and he just walked up and started beating this woman's I saw, ass. I saw one where like the guy like was horrible. He he,
1: uh, he tied her up and like fed her to an alligator. Oh
3: yeah, that's the same dude. He made this both
1: of those videos feeding annoying Feminist to alligator. Like Red Dead is, is crazy because like unless you do some you, crazy shit, if you go to the swamps, like I know you can get like ambushed by hillbillies. Yeah, like I was riding my horse oh my God, and there was a there was the like a body people. hanging from a tree, mm-hmm. and then I get off to look at it, and out of nowhere, like all oh, these guys <laughs> come up and start <laughs> yeah, stabbing exactly. me.
3: Exactly, those are the night people, bro. Those people are fucking insane. Really? It's like a cult out in the out in the bayou. Mm-hmm. They just fucking cut people up for no reason. I don't know. I don't know anything about them. There's, like, one random situation where there's a woman crying. Uh-huh. And you can get off your horse, and you come up and help. You're like, hey, miss, what's going on? And then she, like, gets up and swipes at you. And two dudes from the fucking behind a tree just come out with machetes running at you. Yeah. So, it's like, those
1: people are wild out there. I mean... Uh, this isn't even an yeah. official review this is just like general thoughts but the general consensus is I mean as far as things go in Red Dead on so the other can, hand if you're not beating the shit out of feminists or <laughs> aiding them in their cause or whatever Christ. you can go and fucking kill the, the Ku Klux Klan you can I, yeah. Yeah. yeah cause that's you when the, that's yeah. when the KKK
3: also started up and you can like randomly find like a big old meeting out in the woods and me, when I walk up and I saw that meeting, I had a stick of dynamite on me, so I just like threw it in the middle of them. And then you just get a morality boost for it. That's crazy. You get, you get a morality boost for killing them, and then you're like, your main character says something like, "I'm gonna kill every one of those hooded bastards," or something like
1: that. You plays a white yeah. guy too, so it's, like, like, it's pretty dope, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't think the women's uh, suffrage—I don't think that was like newsworthy. I just think that's part of what everyone. And I'm air quoting on this. It's part of the the snowflaking and sensitivity. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I I just don't think that's like the thing to be angry about. Like people play those games recklessly all the time, yeah. and people have their own discrepancies with them. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are
3: mad at Rockstar for having that option in the game, but yeah. I mean, it's that it was is weird. what it is.
2: I was actually reading something and they were saying uh, the I, I guess the head guy at Rockstar was talking about he wasn't for sure if he was going to make a Grand Theft Auto 6 mm-hmm. simply just because of that reason because of like everything the climate is a little too everybody's too you know what I'm saying in their feelings and That's kind of, you know what that's what Grand Theft Auto games are about, you know what I mean? They're
1: they're very satirical,
2: Mm -hmm. and they're allegorical in their messages, but
3: it's a lot like South Park. I mean, South Park still succeed, and they're doing the same thing they always done. Mm -hmm. And nobody talks shit about South
2: Park. And there's my thing, too. I feel like when you have, like, I mean, that's what you've always done. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nobody expects nothing but that from you, you know what I'm saying? So if it wasn't a problem then, it won't be a problem now. Exactly, exactly.
3: And Red does apparently, like, the most the highest selling opening weekend game of all time already. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, they're getting success and they're yeah. doing the same thing they've always done, so
2: they should make it. Yeah, Why not? Fuck it. I think so too. And Ooh. then cuz I know like when they first time about making they was talking about putting like all three worlds in the game mm-hmm. like so where you can actually like drive so far and then end up yeah, in like Liberty City and I'd love it. Yeah, be that'd be dope. sick. That, that would, would be, be really sick. Though. I love
3: that. Because you can visit the entirety of the map from Red Dead 1 is in Red Dead 2. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I it's see. just at the south end of the map. Like you can go down there and then you hit like Mexico and the city Armadillo and everything. So true. yeah, but in the whole beginning of the game, you're locked off of there because story-wise, mm-hmm. in the very, very beginning of the game, apparently, you are on the run from people because you caused a big old stir in Blackwater, which was the most north point on the old map. And so that whole area of the map down there is completely locked off. As soon as you enter there, the law will immediately come after you and try to kill you. So if you go down and try to go through and cut to Mexico, you'll just, you probably won't make it. So for the most part, you're in this... Enormous, like northern part of the map. So, but it's there. Eventually, I feel like I'll be able to get down there.
2: Yeah, but, I know that sounds pretty dope. I mean, yeah. I played the last one. I I hadn't beat the whole thing, but I ain't gonna lie, got because like I said, at first, first time I was playing it, it was just the fact that it was um. It was old western, yeah. you know what I mean. So I just felt like I was riding my horse and I wouldn't get nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but then after, like you really, you know, start playing, you know, mm-hmm. you, you get tied into the story mode. And hey, you play with a son though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: At the very end of the at the very end of the game, spoiler alert: your main character dies, yeah, and you yeah. have to yeah. play as a son. But, yeah, um, so Red Dead Two is a prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The the main character from Red Dead One is in your gang as a younger version of himself because okay. it's like a few years, like a, basically like. Ten or twenty years before the first Red Dead. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: So his son is still
3: there, but he's like a toddler, basically. Okay. okay.
1: So I can tell you now, I'm gonna be playing Red Dead Two a second time just because the game is so detailed mm-hmm. and there's so much that happens within it mm-hmm. that the first playthrough is the tutorial. Kind like, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit.
2: I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, that's how it kind of was for me. with, um, what was it? Uh, Grand Theft Auto Four. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you had the alternate endings you could choose. Like you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Yeah. One of the games. True. Then. You gotta beat, you know what I'm saying, more than once just so you can get the full experience. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. like you were
3: saying though, a lot of the early game is just riding your horse yeah. for a long, long, <laughs> a long time. time. You don't even get access to fast travel until pretty late into the game. Yeah, like, and if you want to use like trains or uh, like. Um, Carriages to carry you from town to town. Mm-hmm. It costs a lot. It costs a fuck ton of money. So
2: you can still do the um, the red eye thing, right? Where you like oh hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. That's, that's my favorite part. Yeah, they yeah. said they
3: reworked that whole system, but it works the exact same. Okay. So it's it's super fun. Yeah, it's satisfying to easy.
1: just like click 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 mm-hmm. and then just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: it's so hard. <laughs> you
2: know what
1: I really want to see from Rockstar? What? Um, I want to see them remake Max Payne okay Me too. Yeah. Uh, i would really like to see the trilogy redone for the ps4 yeah. graphic wise anyway i'd like bully 2 bully bully 2 bully needs a
2: sequel, yeah. that's, what We're still saying. Yeah. sequel. that's what i'm waiting on the that's what i'm
3: saying that's what i need i need bully 2 cuz i i played bully 1 way after it came out and it was kind of like it was it's such an old game that like it's dated it's not really worth playing too mm-hmm. much nowadays but like the story is sick. All the characters are sick. Like Rockstar knew what they were doing with that game yeah. too. I think they would just kill
1: a second bully. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. It would definitely be tight just to see, especially like, with today's climate and oh, everything. There's so Dude. much Teen- Teen- teenagers. So they are do. wild. Yeah, there's so much they can fucking do with that game. Yeah, speaking of teenagers being wild, we hit the <laughs> polls recently. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. I mean, like yeah, <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, so I mean you
1: know election day just passed. Mm-hmm. We voting. Mm-hmm. See, I, I yeah. like to get more involved at the state level, but I, I really mm-hmm. hope these kids weren't out here making crazy votes or whatever. Because I don't know. See, it seems like whenever election time comes around, that's when you see the stark difference yeah. uh, mm-hmm. between like the intellect of the young people. You have the people who are like really really woke, or you have the people who are really really dumb, yeah. or you have people who just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, yeah.
3: I mean, I I've saw. I see a lot of uh, don't give a fuck still, but apparently this year was just, like. Uh, crazier for voter turnout. Yeah, it was.
2: Uh, I feel like for the most part, like, um, you know, with Trump running, running for president, I feel like nobody actually really thought that he would win. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then, I don't know, it just almost seems like good always, you know what I'm saying, rises over like evil. You know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. situation where it's like, oh shit, like he actually like won. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. act, At this point, it like forces everyone to do something. Yeah. Rather than back then, nobody thought that he would, you know, win. It was just like, Bro, he's, nobody's gonna vote for that man. But you know what I mean, like yeah. last year I felt like if you didn't vote or if you like just like you know what I'm saying, trolled with your yeah. vote, like bro, you basically voted for him. Cause you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying, cause like he has real supporters.
1: Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so, people went together and they were like, oh, we're gonna put Hennessy, we're gonna put Harambe. Jeep yeah. that was the worst. And people would like troll and vote for Donald Trump, and now he is president, and yeah. silly shit happens. Yeah, and all we have are memes. Yeah, Yeah, essentially.
3: Nowadays, like, what he was saying, because Donald Trump won and it was such a, like, a shock to everybody, I feel like now people are more woke than ever, for real, on political shit, specifically. Mm -hmm. Like, on Twitter, I can't, like, scroll half a page now without seeing somebody talk about, like, go vote right now, go vote today, and it's got, like, tens of thousands of likes and retweets and shit like that. Yeah. And so, I feel like everybody's seeing it, you know, we gotta vote and everything, you know? Way to be honest, turn the lights back on. But, um... Yeah, everybody's. I feel like the online you got google.com it's just like they replaced the google logo with go, go vote. vote. Yeah. You know, we've got Facebook telling you go vote, Twitter telling
1: you go vote, Snapchat told you go. Any pretty much anywhere you every go online is going to tell you to go vote. Yeah,
3: exactly. And that's where that's where the kids are, you know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody's becoming more politically conscious even if they don't know the specific stances of every specific candidate
1: well, or that everything. That's probably, that is the most critical part is that you have to know because... That's true. One thing that went through was Marcy's Law and the way that they had phrased it on the ballot was like, okay, we're going to give constitutional rights to victims of crime Mm -hmm. and they phrased it like it was super positive when, in fact, it's actually pretty negative because it takes away the defendant's rights in court. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, look at
3: that. That's something I didn't know. That's something I didn't know. Yeah.
2: Also, real, real quick, because is something I seen on Twitter that day while people were voting, Mm -hmm. like, Everybody when they're voting needs to realize like it's not a test. Like you can pull your phone out and then like Google, you know what I'm saying, what's going on or who you yeah. voting for. Like, you know, yeah, it's kinda in a test setting, you know what I'm saying? But you don't have to just circle in anything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like that's a that's another problem, you know what I mean? Everybody's just like, damn, I don't know who this is. Uh, I'm just gonna you know what I'm saying, at that point you just circle the names mm-hmm. and you know like it matters who you put in office as we can see like trump's president you know what i'm saying exactly
3: they've got tons of chairs there nobody's timing you you know what i mean you've got infinite time to vote as soon as you walk in the building you got infinite time so just sit in a chair yeah you know pull out your phone if you if you're looking at the ballot and you see a bunch of names you have no idea who these people are but they're the only options for that role like just look them up yeah see what they think see what their policies are and if you agree with them you
2: know? Yeah, most definitely. Take that, your time. That shit matters, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it really does, especially, like, on the state level, because they really, like, affect, like, you personally. You yeah, exactly. You know
1: yeah, I mean, and people feel like, and people have this idea that, like, oh, yeah, it doesn't affect me until, you know, polls come around, you know, nothing changes. But when you're, if you're doing anything, like, that requires you to be involved with the government, anything federal, so you're going to get, like, documents renewed or anything like that, when you're signing off and you're looking at all those uh, clauses and Things like that. When you read all those headings that say "according to article this or subsection that," that that is what you're voting on, yeah. and that's yeah. where your vote comes in and affects you. So it definitely does help to do your research and get out there and and vote because your vote does count. Now I gotta ask you about what you're
3: saying right now mm-hmm. because you're saying you got some options for article this article that. Yeah. Were you seeing that on your on your ballot? No. Okay, I was just making
1: sure. I was making sure that I didn't get finesse. No, but in your voting in your social life, in your social interactions, yeah. when you need to get something done federal wise, or you need to go yeah. to circuit county clerks or whatever and okay. get something done, that's where you're going to see that at. Yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. I was just I was just making
3: sure that I didn't just pick up one sheet and I needed to pick up two. Yeah, I, you know? <laughs> I was worried for a second.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Oh. but yeah, I voted. Yeah, I mean, with and it's just so easy to do. Like it really is. Like, yeah. it's easy to do, and it's easy to get registered, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Especially in Kentucky. Yeah, they got... Kentucky uh, is so free dude, to register. Louisville was the only blue spot this year.
3: Really? really yeah, yeah, it makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> the only big city in the entire state, and I mean, yeah. every big city is blue. And so, like
2: kind of surprising. I think last year, Le- well, two years ago, Lexington was blue, too, but they okay. were red this time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's crazy. Like, with the political climate nowadays... Uh, people before when Donald Trump was getting elected, like you said, they didn't really care, like and they weren't paying attention. But now everybody is woke. Yeah. That means like even his supporters, people who weren't really supporting him before, he's got more supporters now who are woke, and they're coming out and voting in droves. Yeah. You got people who are woke because they're like, "Oh shit, Donald Trump's elected. Actually, we gotta we gotta change some shit," yeah. and they're going out and voting. But there were already so many. Republicans versus Democrats that voted last time right yeah. it's like their numbers are getting bigger too mm-hmm. so it's it's like a constant fight I feel like it's going to be even harder for Democrats like because people were talking about the blue wave was about to happen mm-hmm. and like Democrats were about to win over everything they were going to get majority in Congress majority in the Senate and everything and it didn't happen and it's because it's like the number of votes is equally increasing on both yeah, sides yeah, 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 yeah. because everybody's getting more work on both sides i don't
1: know yeah i mean, just anything about being a republican is that e- they don't necessarily reflect republican values but the republican leaders or republican candidates and everything like that they they say what idiots want to hear and in politics <laughs> it really is it, it's about controlling the the dumber people so you do have all these people who will come together and and if they embody those values and they embrace those values, they'll come together and they'll vote. And they'll be like, yeah, this is our guy. And they can do that confidently. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, if you're somewhere else and you're, and you're thinking on it, you're more separated and more divided. So your votes are going to be more sporadic and, so, and, and stuff like that. Whereas they have one collective that, mm. that votes Republican. Yeah. Now, if they actually reflected some conservative and Republican thoughts, yeah, sure. But since they're co-signing with uh, slavery was a choice, I'm not going to vote Republican. <laughs> yeah, most
3: <definitely. laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the Republican stances are just like, hey, Democrats are stupid. And then, I don't know, people like to people like to be, um, they like to feel like they're the smartest person in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got people like Ben Shapiro. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I have. Ben Shapiro, he likes to do that thing where he's like destroying libtards. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. he gets up on a stage and lets people ask him questions and he like destroys them with facts and evidence and things like that. And that's what a lot of like hyper conservative people like to think that they are all the time. Yeah. Destroying people with facts and evidence and being like and this
1: is it's true that blacks commit more crime and <laughs> there's like that. that. And like, then you have you have the like the absurd ones like Alex Ross you yeah. just say random things or uh, Alex Jones Alex that that's the guy Alex Jones Alex I'm thinking Jones, of Alex Ross the artist <laughs> Alex <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Mr Ross please <laughs> please don't make yeah, a character
3: of the man. insane uh, conspiracy theorist man yeah mm-hmm. yeah the one where the
1: turning the frogs gay or whatever he said yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> that voice. Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to do by Alex Jones the rest of the go time? Go ahead, go ahead. Not the rest of the time. little, <laughs> quick, quick little the the time. A quick little impersonation. Give me Jones. something to say and I'll say it in Alex Jones. I'll give my best Alex Jones. Excuse
3: me, Mr. Alex Jones, is it true that Barack Obama is turning kids gay? Barack Obama. <laughs> <with> his,
1: <laughs> his wife makes kids exercise. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they keep the boys and the girls separate. Because they're Muslim <laughs> okay okay and that embraces homosexuality <laughs> oh, okay gotcha. they're making right. kids gay okay gotcha thank you thank you yeah absolutely <laughs> like look this guy up it's it's really funny like he I don't mm-hmm. he's just like yeah. one of those super hard right-wing conservatives mm-hmm. and you're like how do people take him seriously but it turns out like people really do fuck with this guy and that's it yeah. that's a, like, exactly the point I'm talking about is that idiots love to get together and be in the collective whether they are conservative or liberal, little liberal, liberal Republican or Democrat. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it does go it both ways. To be fair,
3: yeah, it, it does go both ways. Yeah. But yeah, he has a whole spiel on goblins. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, <laughs> but he had a goblins, a, a, a big monologue where he was like, "Are we gonna marry the goblins? Are we gonna have sexual relations with the goblins?" And I don't know what he was talking about, but there's just that clip where he's
2: talking about I'm fucking goblins. I, I don't I, know I'm, what he means. I'm never gonna look this dude up. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> please, please do, man. <laughs> <laughs> Enter,
3: entertain yourself. It's hilarious, but please don't
1: uh, don't listen long enough that he might influence yeah, nah. your brainwave. <laughs> Hell no! Nah. God, I love Alex Drew. Spending so much time online, this mm-hmm. question's been like bugging me. Keeps me up at night. What's up? Why why do we ever leave MySpace? That's the question's been bugging you. Yeah, why do we leave MySpace? Why did we leave MySpace? Why did why do we ever leave MySpace? I don't know, man. Oh, uh, look at you. See? You, you. Well, I thought okay, okay. <laughs> to
3: be fair, I thought it was a stupid question, but then I thought about it just a little bit. Well, I, I don't like, know.
1: It, I don't know. In the uh, like, now that now that we're older and we're adults, like you really you come to the realization that you really only need like one social media. Yeah. And yeah. then and with all the social media now is they're like stealing bits and pieces from each other. Like everybody has a story segment. Everybody yeah, but Twitter sure. has a story segment now. Yeah. Like I really used to fuck with Instagram heavy because I was like, all right. I, I can only post when I need to. And so that's mm-hmm. usually when something pretty significant happens. Yeah. And then I can just branch it off to Twitter and Facebook from Insta. Mm-hmm. So I don't even have to check either of those. But now, like, Facebook has stories. Yeah. and fa- Facebook is just doing way too much. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that is. Doesn't like, right like Facebook own Instagram? Yeah, but I don't know. Fa- Facebook is like all over the place. It's got groups, it's got a marketplace, it's got that's stories. True. That's true. And then it's got ads yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm getting a lot of tw- uh, Instagram ads now, though. Yeah. Really? Yeah, i scroll on my page and I'll see just ads. And usually now. Because anybody people. can make a business
1: profile and yeah. promote themselves. Yeah, that's what
3: I was about to say. Now it's just like a random person's profile and it's like yeah. sponsored. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Uh, who, like, yeah, I was like, what the, what is this? Why am I saying this? Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's but, just people trying to get that cloud. I really don't mm-hmm. like that about Insta. But like, yeah, me neither. I you know, don't lie. I found mm-hmm. like, I thought I was going to find like the next big one, the yeah. next big app called Vero. Because i never heard of it in my life. It's a it's foreign, and that's why it really didn't take off. Okay. It was like I used it, and the thing about it was like you could filter your audience, mm-hmm. so you could add people. So it was like people could follow you, and yeah. then you have close friends, friends, and acquaintances. Yeah. And then anybody that you were connected with, you could filter out. Got you. And okay. so like you know, if you didn't add someone back, then they would just follow you, and mm-hmm. then you could have close friends. And so whatever you set your post to. Yeah. You set your post to that audience yeah. okay. and then that post is available to whatever audience filter you set it for. Okay. So I thought I thought that was pretty tight. Like yeah. that's you a way to that's a way to be professional and casual at the same time kinda. You yeah, can okay.
3: technically do that with Facebook. But there are right like now. so many steps to it. Yeah, like, I mean there's there's steps to it. Like you can even filter out specific people from seeing your posts. So, yeah. Like you can get really complex with Facebook posting too if you want to. I mean it's an option. Yeah. You know. But the one thing that I was going to say is that in terms of like social media actual like actual social media platforms, uh-huh. the biggest ones are ones that we've never heard of or used before. Like everybody's heard of WeChat, right? No. But that's the okay. Well, WeChat is the biggest one that exists, I guess. It's used by mostly Asian countries. Like China, people don't understand how many people are in China first of all. China's fucking massive. Yeah, a billion, a billion and a half people live in China, and then India with another one and a half billion people. But that whole area just uses WeChat, and so their numbers just eclipse Facebook, Instagram, Twitter combined. So like, they got they got their own platforms over there that none of us know about that are fucking massive. No,
2: my mind is blown because I just literally I was thinking about this yesterday. I was just like, damn. I wonder if anything is going like. Overtake, like you know, what I'm saying the ones that we use now, because mm-hmm. just like you know, MySpace at one point in time, we just thought that was it. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't know. That's crazy, just to know that like other people have their their other social medias out there that are just you know, what I'm saying just as popular, if you yeah. know, more popular than what we use every yeah. day. You know what exactly. I mean? There's
3: WeChat, QQ, and Naver, I think, and those are the three big ones over in the Asian places, and I think all three of them are bigger than Facebook individually. Okay. Like, all of them individually are bigger than Facebook. Like, those... I, I used WeChat a little bit because I have some Chinese friends. I used WeChat and QQ, and that's just a... That's a whole... It's like the same thing, really. Yeah. But it's a whole new world when you're on those. It's it's pretty crazy, honestly. There's Some of those apps have, like... Um, Emoticon packages you can buy, and they're really famous. Like big pop groups yeah. or big actors or actresses will make their own emojis of their face doing yeah. different things, and you can buy them for like one ninety nine and shit like that. So there's a whole like business markets and like ideas that are super popular over there that are happening that we
1: don't we don't fuck with at all or that haven't been popular here yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting on the Asian wave. Uh, I if if things don't work out with this whole college and, and work thing. I'm I'm joining the yakuza. I'm I'm doing it. I'm I'm going into the yakuza. You think you you think you can? I've been playing a little <laughs> bit of yakuza recently. Oh uh, yeah. And so yeah. Go. Okay. I think That's I'm like man. I'm like. What,
2: what is yakuza?
1: Yakuza. So, are you speaking in general terms, or are you talking about the game?
2: I have no clue what it is. Not one. Okay. In the
1: criminal underworld, the yakuza is literally the largest organized crime syndicate, with over one hundred and fifty thousand members. Okay. And it works like a pyramid. Uh huh. And there are, like, Mm -hmm. so many families that they have, like, so much influence. And it's, like, they work within politics and alongside law enforcement. It's kind of like the mafia. They do have, like, an honor system and a whole code of everything. Like, they don't, you know, they'll protect neighborhoods and things like that. And they may have rivaling families, but they they really are not the people you want to fuck with. And
3: something he hasn't mentioned yet, they're specifically Japanese. It's Japan. Yeah, okay. a Japanese crime syndicate. Like, it's just the Yakuza, the family, or the families that make up this giant pyramid that he was talking about. Or just organized crime that has historically had massive
1: influence in politics and all sorts
3: of things that go
1: on. Economics as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, since they started so early, and since it's like, those families have so many blood ties and relations. They've amassed, like, a large amount of wealth. So, like, I think I looked up the net worth over certain families or certain Yakuza leads, and, like, one of them had a net worth of, like, about $18 USD. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they're, like, insanely wealthy over there. And they can only be successful and strive for as much power as they have because of the society that Japan has created, where everything is so honor-based and everything that they... That's the only place where something like this could survive, because they just... They're honorable. They started kind of honorable. Like, they do crime. They break the law. A lot. They like strong-arm small businesses for protection money and things like that. Yeah. But at the same time, when natural disasters happen, the yakuza are out there. The yakuza yeah. are out there on the street, and, like yeah. offering money and like food and shelter for people and stuff like that. So it's like it's this weird thing where the government's like, these people are shitty, but they also have a ton of power and money. Like we got to work with them, and they also provide benefits for people at yeah. the same time. So like we're not gonna go out and stop them from doing what they're doing mm-hmm. that's so.
2: crazy no, that's, that's wild as
1: fuck so yeah i just saw the game the yakuza game for yes. free on playstation so like i played it and i've been i've been more hooked on that than i've been hooked on red dead it's a great game dude. to tell you the truth like the map is small but there's still like plenty to do like you so go to much. you can go to clubs you can go on dates and like mm-hmm. even though like you're just you're walking pretty much just a, a small block of town mm-hmm. you'll still get into like random street fights or whatever yeah. Um, there's a guy that like chases you. He's like Majima. He's from a rival family mm-hmm. and he's like a, a Stepping stone to help you get stronger and everything. It's, it's yeah. so tight. So is it
2: is it just on was it playstation? Yeah. yeah, it's PlayStation. It's just ps4 Damn, like, I got an <laughs> Xbox you gotta get on the Sony pony man. Man,
3: it's, I bought a ps4 just for Yakuza and Persona those two games or mm-hmm. I that's all I needed to convince me to buy a ps4
2: and you know it's crazy like What's crazy? I made a switch from PlayStation to Xbox a long time ago mm-hmm. because it seemed like everybody that I knew at that time had PlayStation, and then I switched, and then everybody I knew had Xbox. The 360 and, jumped off hard. Yeah, yeah, and it... I don't know. It's, it? I just feel like... I'm gonna keep going back and forth. I think I just need to buckle down and get both.
3: Yeah, honestly, that's that's what I did. Yeah, yeah I cause I switched from PS two to Xbox three sixty when that when the new generation came back then. Yeah. And then this generation came out. I had Xbox initially, mm-hmm. but then all the games started coming out for PS four. Like all the good games and all everything was popping off over there. So I I just I got both, and yeah. I'm probably gonna keep getting both I feel <laughs> as long as I also want a
2: Switch too. I heard it was pretty lit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, Smash is about to come out. Get that Switch, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That's definitely that's definitely the reason why I'm getting it for real. Yeah, uh, right. When I seen that story mode, you know what I mean, like the little yeah. intro to it or whatever. I didn't even see the whole thing because like I was watching it and I had to cut it out. So I'm like, I'm just gonna wait till I get the game. So yeah, like, you know what I mean. So yeah, I can yeah. go straight in. But and if you're
3: gonna get a Switch, you have to get Zelda. The yeah. new the newest Zelda game 'cause that's that's a for real modern masterpiece of a game.
2: Yeah, see my homie uh, my homie Link, uh, he uh actually like you know, he makes beats and you know what I'm saying, we've mm-hmm. been working together here recently. Like yeah, he, he has a switch and he has uh Zelda on his what's it called and, like his yeah. shit is like like what he does and like his um his name and like his tag and stuff like that is from like Zelda yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that that'd probably be one of the games I get, you know what I mean? Simply just off of. Off of that. And only on downside Wii to
1: like playing on the Switch is the is if you're gonna play online, like the headset setup is kinda funky funky. Because you have to like use your head your your cell phone for it. <sighs> yeah, look man. Nintendo can't get online, right? No. Nah, they yeah. don't know how to do how it.
2: Oh wait, right? so you gotta use your cell phone to like
1: talk on um. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to like go over and network. So like, and, and now like the switch is portable too. So it's like you might as well just play online it's from so, home. Yeah, it's so it's, it's kind of counterproductive if you're taking your cell with you. Yeah,
3: it's so stupid, man. And Nintendo, they're trying to do the online ecosystem like Sony and X and Microsoft have done, mm. uh, but they're not doing it right. The, the, give them one more, one more generation. They mm. might get it on the next yeah. one. But this one's, this one's fucked. There's no, pur- there's no purpose for it unless you really want to play Smash
1: online. I think they'll get good. it. That's it. Speaking of Japanese media, the actress playing Captain Marvel, the actress playing in the upcoming Captain Marvel movie, wants to play Samus in a live action Metroid movie. Okay, I don't know who is it playing Captain Marvel. I forgot her name, some white woman. I'm sorry, white woman, I don't know your name. Isn't Samus a blonde (laughs) woman? Samus is a blonde woman. So like what's the problem there? Video game movies really aren't that successful. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a Metro movie could be. I mean, it's a sci-fi movie. You know, it could be because Castlevania was on, um, what's it called, Netflix. Yeah. And even though it was animated, it was really good. Because I didn't know, like, Anime with all the... Animated is the only way that
3: could work. With all the
1: retro games that are out, like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was, like, so much lore and story and build-up. Yeah, That went thing. behind them. That's a thing. There have been... Fucking a
3: million Castlevania games. So there's like this whole background of lore and shit that I don't even know. I don't give a fuck about Castlevania, I'll be honest. But there's this whole spider web of lore behind those fucking games, man. Mm-hmm. That nobody knows about until the fucking Netflix show came out. And then you're learning about these characters and shit. Brie Larson. That's her name. Okay. He looked. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. I mean, she could play Samus. Fuck it. And why, not make a, why not make a Metroid movie? If it was like It'd be cool if it was like a digital one like a digital animation
1: I mean that would probably work best yeah but I mean that would be pretty tight because now yeah, it's so. like for all the games that have been out and for mm-hmm. what little or story the games provide because there's not like a, a whole lot of character depth. I think the last Metroid game I played was for the Game Boy Advance yeah. and it was um, there was like the X suit okay. and so there was like you know how you get the ectoplasms that give you health and everything. Yeah, I the prim- so. yeah, the premise behind that was that one of them had gotten into her suit and when she was pulled out of the suit, it pieced together the pieces of the, of the suit and became like the Dark Samus. Oh, okay. So, okay, yeah. I know what you're saying. So that's right. going to be like kind of kind of shallow in terms of story. I mean, or, either way, man, I I feel like that would play out like a Marvel movie. Looking like, at it from a practical standpoint, I think live
3: action would just be a fucking hit to any budget to make that movie you know what i mean because the cg Mm -hmm. that they have to include to make a fucking metroid movie is insane live action wise like just make an animated version
1: if it it was japanese release i'd probably watch it
3: maybe but they did the fucking avatar movie didn't they no Japan. no shamalan did the avatar movie oh fuck never mind then didn't they do a dragon ball movie or is that also Shyamalan did the dragon ball movie there's no way he
1: did that too i don't think he did do that
3: but, because he, he he's just like
1: a butcher of all products then, if he did both of those. I, those I were fucking awful. That. that Dragon Ball movie was terrible. What about the Street Fighter movie? The Street Fighter, that Legend of chun movie?
3: I don't fucking know.
1: There was one that came out and it was like Street Fighter, the Legend of chun that nobody saw thankfully wait you know now that i'm thinking about it you're right
3: america it's hollywood it's hollywood that's made every movie they made the super mario brothers movie way back in the day mm-hmm. the original street fighter movie way back in the day yeah the doom they made doom fuck you're right they fucked everything up what is one video game
1: movie that hasn't been bad according to dwayne the rock johnson rampage but then again he like he puts his foot in every project he's that he's the head of every project that he does <laughs> He's got he's got like a movie coming out every three months, and so I think somebody said that the new Tomb Raider might not be bad. The new Tomb Raider might not be bad. See, that could have got more promo and more pull behind it. Yeah, and I feel like that would have taken off pretty well. Yeah, Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider wasn't all that bad. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, we were
3: kids when that came out, so nothing was bad to us. Mm? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like Metroid, keep it animated. Keep all video game products animated right yeah. no no need to make it live-action right. An animated movie would be best
1: what's on what's next on your docket I mean I really don't have anything else on my docket I was I was having fun catching up and just talking with all you guys that's true that's true L- let's go back to Yakuza for a second okay let's go back
3: to you I gotta I gotta yeah. make the recommendation for him real quick go ahead if, you're, if you're buying the ps4 if you're mm-hmm. planning on it mm-hmm. right the two the three must grab games okay that are worth buying the ps4 for First, it's Yakuza Zero. Start with that. Don't make the mistake he did. Starting with Yakuza Kiwami 1. It was free. It was free. Yeah, know, it was free. I know. I know. But start with Yakuza Zero. Okay. That's the prequel for every game that's come out since and they're localizing Yakuza six right now. So that should tell you how many fucking games yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah. There's zero, one, two, three, four, five, six. So and that they've remade one and it's mm-hmm. called Yakuza Kiwami. And they've remade two called Yakuza Kawami 2. Mm-hmm. Those games are out and localized in English. But start with Zero. Okay, most definitely. To get, to get the story. And it's also a fucking good game. Oh, yeah. I, I like to Zero a bit more than Kawami I have a lot of with that. Uh, they they have different mini uh, mini game segments mm-hmm. inside the games like in Kiwami 1 the Majima everywhere system you're talking about where you fight Majima yeah. that's replaced in 0 with just this fucking gigantic man yeah. that roams around he's called Mr. Shakedown and <laughs> you just have to beat his ass instead of Majima but there's a fucking real estate game in 0 where you're Kiryu and you have to manage real estate you have to buy every big place in the entire city that you're in in that whole district yeah and manage real estate and you play as Majima in Zero and as Majima you have to manage your clubs so you have to like get different girls from around the city to come to your club and be your hostesses Mm -hmm. and like manage them and like it's it those mini games are fucking fire those (laughs) games are so fucking fun especially real estate you can get a fucking chicken as your manager so you got to do the bowling game for that. Okay, but like these games are fucking wild, man. That's I'm
2: not whole. i intrigued by just listening. You know yeah. what I mean? And,
3: and that's and this is like the silly side of it because these games perfectly manage being fucking stupid and silly and like hyper serious at the yeah. same time. Because yeah. at the at its core, it's the Yakuza game. So you've got the core storyline of you and your blood brother, like. Like, the the head patriarch of the family is doing some fucked up bullshit and framing people for garbage they didn't do. And so you've got to, like, work your way up and, like, fight him and um, get the honor back for your family and all this shit. But at the same time, you're on the street trying to find some dude's pants for him because he lost his pants. So it's like, or there's this dude who is, he's like a statue person. And you've got to distract the crowd for him while he crawls to the bathroom because he's got a piss real bad. <laughs> so like you've got to like say, Whoa, UFO, and everybody's like, What? And then you just see this dude like in full body paint, like just crawling toward this like uh, convenience store bathroom real quick. And then everyone looks back and they're like,
1: Whoa, he moved. And so you gotta distract him again. Yeah. yeah. So okay. this I'll say like, right now is like one thing Kiwami has over zero, just from what I'm hearing, is like there's not a lot of time investment with it. Yeah. So the time the time you put into uh, a Yakuza game. Um, you can get more done in Yakuza than you could in Red Dead because I know like both of those games do take some time but I feel like with Yakuza you can get more done. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. It's way more streamlined.
3: Red Dead, you could find yourself. You could play that game for an hour and do literally nothing with the story. Yeah. At all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you could spend the entire time basically like taking a bath with your dude, getting your hair cut, shaved, petting your horse, cleaning it, buying food, buying guns and then like you'll ride toward the next mission and a stranger on the road Will get you into this whole fucking side mission that doesn't matter at all. Yeah. and you've spent an hour playing the game. And you're like, oh shit, I gotta go. I gotta go to work or something. <laughs> yeah, and that
1: and that's probably like an hour and a half of gameplay. But okay. in Yakuza, that's like enough for probably about four or five side missions. Mm-hmm. A good a good amount of street fights. Yeah. Um, you can go on like dates and stuff in the game. You can do like mini games and all that stuff. So
2: yeah. there's a lot to do.
1: You just feel like you're making way more
3: progress in Yakuza for your time spent in the game. Oh yeah. It's so much faster.
2: Yeah, see, because cause me when I play the game, I'm I'm I gotta get the story mode done first. Mm-hmm. And then after that I can do all the extra, but by the time I get the story mode done, I don't want to do the extra. So. Yeah, that's true. You know yeah.
3: I mean? in Yakuza, yeah. it's it's all it's all streamlined. Man. You yeah. can do everything at once, and it doesn't feel like you're wasting time. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. The second game though is Persona 5. You gotta play that game. In those games, it doesn't matter if you play the games before them because they're all independent stories mm-hmm. in and of themselves. But Persona Five is on everybody's top RPGs of all time. Persona Five is probably in their top five RPGs of all time okay. already because it's like it's another one of those games that's a modern masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's another one that's in a Japanese setting. You play as like a Japanese high school kid who randomly gets this uh, app on his phone that he can't delete, and this app transports him to this secret world where you see the hidden desires of everybody and there's some evil people like the very first dude you encounter is the um he's a school teacher for the volleyball team I think the girls volleyball team and it turns out that he's like groping these girls or forcing them into situations where he can like feel up or like take pictures or stuff like that and he's Mm like he's just this evil dude Mm -hmm. and so when you when you open the app on your phone you're taken to this fucking weird like backwards world and where he is a king like you you go to the school and he's a king and this is how he sees himself so he's a king wearing like nothing but like underwear and like all these girls are in like cages and stuff for him for his amusement and stuff like and this is what's going on in his mind basically Mm -hmm. And so you gotta go through the dungeon, which is the school that he's the king of, and okay. what you fight your way to him, and he's the boss, and once you've beat him in real life, he like uh, gets on his knees and he apologizes to everybody, and he's like, I've been, I've been a fucking horrible person, I'm so sorry, I'm so <laughs> he's like, I'm so sorry, I'm fucking horrible, I don't know what I've been doing, and then like the police take him away and everything. Mm. Um, and so you encounter a bunch of like, evil people like that along the way mm-hmm. and it unravels this big, this big string that culminates in the entirety of the politics of Japan is corrupted at its core by this like, one person who's been pulling all the strings. And that's, like, that's what the whole story is about. And then you basically save the world (laughs) at the end of it. And that's how every game goes.
2: I know, that's pretty lit, though. It it is a
3: fucking sick story, basically. You're just basically going into the headspace of everyone. And, like... um, you get to see how they see themselves in the world. Mm. And you got to take them down from the inside out. It's a sick game.
2: I bet it is. I bet that's one of those games where it just leaves you like, whoa. You just got to like chill out for a minute. Like, yeah. man, that's crazy. It, re- it <laughs> really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't
1: have any fancy video game recommendations. But, you know, I missed you last episode. And mm-hmm. I know like you're not big on comics. I don't know if you're big on comics or anything.
2: No, but I, I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm down to listen, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all got me intrigued. Y'all <laughs> yeah. learned so <laughs>
1: What I was going to recommend for Moody is probably good for you as well, is like uh, Marvel's Ultimate Comics. Okay. And so basically it launched in like, I think, 2001. Mm -hmm. And it was a way for them to tell the stories of the Marvel superheroes for our generation. So you didn't have to backlog so far into the 40s and 60s and read through so many different continuities. That's what's
3: always kept me from getting into comics, man. Because when I walk into a comic shop, I see. Uh, fucking Spider Man, three hundred and sixty four, and I'm like, motherfucker, how am I supposed to catch up? I, n- I never buy by issue. I always yeah. buy like
1: the volumes. But the Ultimate series is really cool because like one, it's super. It's dated for us. Mm-hmm. So like when you're reading the first one, they're using like our slang and everything. Okay. Some of the characters like are a little. little bit reimagined, but they're also like dressed like us, like how we would have been dressed like that back then. Okay. Okay. Like I don't know uh, what's what's the best way to put it. Like Gwen Stacy is is like super edgy. She's got I don't okay. know. If, she dresses, like, girls now dress like her, but she, like, had on, like, leather pants and a spike bracelet and oh, okay. a gotcha. nose ring with a switchblade. I was like, yeah, I got okay. you. I, okay. I just okay. remember being that <laughs> Okay, <kid>. okay. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you, all right.
3: But, that, you no, know, that's for real smart. I'm glad, like, comics, I felt almost like comics might be dying out a little bit, but that's the smartest thing that they could do is just reimagine comics for the modern
1: generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, like, just come on. pick up like, the ultimate mm-hmm. ones are fun because... Okay they're they're for us it's like type. Gotcha. Really gotcha okay I'll pick it up
2: I think it's crazy how just like in general oh no it's like as you grow up you really as you grow up like things kind of like are like you know what I'm saying like companies make things more so for you yeah I mean, I don't know, it's, it's crazy to look to look at because I know like um I know like my girl was telling me that uh like their taco bills that are like actual serving alcohol and drinks oh, wow. and stuff like that. Like, yeah, okay. I was in I was in Texas for South by Southwest this mm-hmm. year just passed them. um oh, yeah. they had one. I didn't I didn't get to go I didn't go into it, but they're like testing yeah. it in different places and then eventually gotcha. roll it all the way out. Like they're gonna have better food and then actually like mm-hmm. bars you can sit in and drink at okay. happy hour and stuff like that. Like wow. but just to know that companies are kinda just like mm-hmm. everything is like starting to be geared towards us, I, I yeah. think it's it's really dope, you know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean,
3: our generation is the generation that's, like, most has been most impacted by advertisement from growing up. Like, we all grew up in the 90s. Yeah. That's when advertising was, like, that was, like, a golden age for all advertisers yeah. everywhere. Like, they were just, like, all I can remember back from my childhood, like, is advertisements everywhere. Like, on TV, I still know jingles for old fucking 90s <laughs> advertisements in my fucking head. Like, I'm the only one of my friends who remembered... A Hubba Bubba commercial for the fucking gum. It had a lizard in it. And the dude said, Hubba Bubba Max, a whole new kind of bubble. And the lizard goes, Olay. It was Claymation, wasn't it? It was Claymation yeah. fucking lizards. Oh, and I was the nice. only one of my friends who remembered it. And I said it one day. And they were like, what are you saying? I said, look it up. And as soon as they looked it up, they were like, oh shit, that, I remember this shit. Mm-hmm. And all the Cartoon Network commercials back in the day. Like, I saw a video of that. Like, like all their transitions for the blocks. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, And then the uh, Dexter's Lab songs. Like, oh no. Back to the lab again. Oh, that Will, Will I, I Am. Back did. to the lab again. We so messed good. up. Back to the lab again. The Will I Am song. Got some Dexter's lab. In the lab. It's so it's just sick. a little bit of <laughs> hot and a little bit <laughs> of it's so sick. Oh, shit. Like, I remember all this shit, but like, that advertisement has followed us into yeah. adulthood. And like, we're in the information age yeah. where companies are understanding yeah. now. You got to target every demographic. Yeah. Like, there's this big thing in the news right now where um, vape companies are Mm -hmm. getting targeted by the FDA finally for targeting kids with like their vape flavors and all the things like that because uh, have you, do you know anything about vaping at all? Yeah, I do. Like I I don't vape, I know a bunch of people who do but there's this thing called like the Mm Juul which is that vape stick that looks like a USB stick and apparently like triple the amount of kids are vaping in schools now. Like the cigarette smoking has decreased by a ton. Yeah. But vaping has triple yeah. in kids because they got they just got this like USB stick that they just shove in their pockets. They can pull it out even in class and just pfft, real quick and then put it back, yeah. and it's crazy. But the FDA is like apparently putting an actual ban on Jewel from making flavors like cake flavors or yeah. cotton candy or cereal milk or shit like that stuff that's clearly for kids. Yeah, because
2: I ain't, I don't want no cereal milk nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. true.
3: Like the, the the government's whole stance on it is like. If these products are for adults to quit smoking cigarettes and find like a secondary source of nicotine, that's great. But no adult fucking wants cotton candy yeah. like, flavored anything. Like, yeah,
2: and it's crazy because um, I th- I read something about that. But also like um, I had a uh, I was at uh, I had I was at work and mm-hmm. um, somebody had left like a little uh, the like it wasn't it wasn't a jewel because I've yeah. read about those, but it was like a you know like one of them little vape pens, yeah. and I mean like. It smelled so good, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. It smelled so good, and this is like, like damn, I don't, you know what I mean. Like yeah. we would like have it and just like, you know what I'm saying, uh, hit the button and let the smoke come out just for the smell in the air, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So just, that's crazy. Like I'm glad like somebody's actually doing something about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because absolutely. like, bro, a little kid smelling be like, mm-hmm. what's that? I want some. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly, it's, exactly.
3: It smells so sweet. Yeah, and the craziest thing about it is jewel they've got like a 5% nicotine option, but like that one little packet of juice that you put into the Juul, that whole thing is worth like 20 packs of cigarettes or something like that in terms of nicotine yeah. volume. Like it's definitely healthier for you because yeah. cigarettes, they deliver so much more than nicotine into your body. Yeah. And the, the this vaping stuff is only nicotine. Yeah. But at the same time, Kids are getting addicted to nicotine, and yeah. that's that's not good. That is yeah. the addicting agent. Yeah, in it, cigarettes. it's it's, yeah. it's not good. Like nicotine, nicotine addiction is fucking horrible. Yeah. Like these kids are gonna grow up fucking fiending for anything with nicotine in it, and it might end up leading them to cigarettes. Because yeah. apparently, you vape, you're at higher risk for cigarettes. Makes sense a little bit. Anything for nicotine, right? Yeah, right. But I'm yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad somebody's yeah. cracking down on it. They can't. They're not banning those flavors in actual stores yeah. like vape stores but they're also hoping those stores ID people yeah. <laughs> and don't just sell the kids anyway yeah. so
2: it's crazy because I actually had like um, I met like a 15 year old girl and she had one of those in her hand like she was I won't say she was 15 mm-hmm. she had it in her hand I'm like, like, like I said, like, how old are you you yeah. know what I'm saying and she was still in high school and I'm like how did yeah. you get that she's like because I'm a G and I'm like, yeah, just, like okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay <laughs> you know what I mean
3: yeah, yeah you're really cool smoking, yeah man. Man. It's so cool. <laughs> well, I won't be lying though. Just like you, I I was I've been kind of tempted. When my friends around the house, they like smoke their vapes, and then they let out this fucking big old cloud that smells fucking nice. It smells it's like, I'm like I'm like God damn I wish I could fucking just pull out you something that smell like
2: that every day. You know what I mean? Like, just God like bliss. it smells. It smell. If you've never smelled one like that shit. That shit is crazy. Yeah, if you've like, never smelled, I don't know how you left the
3: house and not smelled well. you know Everybody fucking yeah, So it. many people vape nowadays, but man, it smells so fucking
2: good. Yeah. The only thing that stops me is knowing what's on the other side of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just like...
3: And apparently, you can smoke them without nicotine in them, mm-hmm. but I'm still on the fence about just like putting smoke yeah. in my lungs and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. But that yeah, is what it is. But advertising. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's yeah. what we were all about. Like, companies just know now. Advertise to each demographic, that's going to raise your profits. Yeah. No matter what. Most
1: definitely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's it. All right. Well, that's our conversation. That's our general topics and everything. So, mm-hmm. coming up shortly, we've got our introduction and inter- interview with Ivory. Talking the 2001 tape. We're going to be catching up, talking about a few of his tracks and everything. Okay. May even do a live stream. We'll check back with you later after the break. Peace. <laughs> What up, everybody? We're back on the Mike Sounds Nice podcast. And now we are pretty much for our topic of the day with our special guest, Mr. 200 himself, the man who pretty much kind of supplied us indirectly the opening music for the show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you heard it again for this episode. We have Ivory in the building, and he's here to talk with us about his new release, 2001. And we got some questions for him. We also have some audience questions, too, if you wanted to open up the floor. so That's cool. But first things first, we got to catch up. It's been three years since we uh, last spoke. What's, what's been going on with you, man? I see you ripping it up at New York Fashion Week. I see you doing, you know, just releasing singles projects. I mean, yeah. uh, I've been listening since... So when I met you, the then the first thing that came out like after we met was for my people, mm-hmm. and I was fucking with that. Yeah. And then what happened between now and then?
2: Uh, okay. So for my people, well, I, I dropped that, and I, you know, I had dropped the merch with it. Um, then uh, I had dropped this project feels, but like the merch kind of started to take off before feels like yeah. came out, yeah. which is like the project in between, you know, for my people and in 2001. Uh, I didn't get a lot of promotion mm-hmm. because like. Like I said, I was in the I was in a mix. Like I don't know if you know who Isaiah Rashad is. But yeah. Uh, yeah. He started wearing my merch on tour and stuff like that, and it started to like you know what I'm saying really, really bubble up. You know what I mean and I was sending merch to um all over the place. I sent some to Brooklyn, uh, New York, some in California. I sent one to um. hope I get this right because I know I know the dude I sent it to is gonna listen to this. Um, uh, it was New Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so I I've sent it everywhere so but that project came out and I didn't really get a um. That one didn't really get a whole lot of buzz, simply because I was, I was trying to focus on two things at once. But for the most part, ever since then, it's just really been a uh, trying to get better. You know what I mean? And just stay consistent. You know what I'm saying? I really, uh, one thing that I really want to do with my with my music, I, I just want to be like the biggest and the best artist that I can. You know what I'm saying? And really just be able to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? The best that I can. So really, just this whole time, I just been kind of. Perfecting my craft, you know what I'm saying? Trying to stay consistent and go as hard as possible.
1: Respect mm-hmm. on that. I mean, passion definitely dictates action. I think one thing that goes on a lot now is people are really uh, obsessed with results rather than putting in the work to get them. Yeah. Nobody sees like a lot of the time that goes in behind the scenes, they really just see the result and not the whole formula for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I got I got to ask, uh, who who is the voice on For My People? So I know you use like the voice mm-hmm. on that one, and then you use the voice a little bit on two thousand one. Yeah, is it two thousand one or is it two hundred one? No, it's two thousand one. Okay, 2001. like I thought it was because like you're two hundred, yeah. and it's two hundred one. I thought you were leveling up or something. Yeah, nah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, who who is the voice? Because like, I know you have, like, this voice that comes on in the background and he's, like, telling you, like, all right, so we got to do this, we got to make this move, all right, we got to get girls here, we got to have stage there and everything. Who is yeah. the voice?
2: The voice is kind of just more so, um, it, it kind of, the voice represented two things. It kind of represented the voice in my head, simply just because, like, uh, I mean, um, I've been here making a little more upbeat music, you know what I'm saying? But that's not really, you know, what my music consists of as a whole, you know what I'm saying? It's more, like, calm and, you know what I'm saying? Like, um it's still in your face, but at the same time, it's uh, it's more so mellow.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it was just that voice in my head at that time, because that was really when, you know, I was kind of going back and forth with myself on, like, how I should, like, release music and, you know what I'm saying, stuff like, because I was making music, you know, like, way before I dropped For My People, you know what I'm saying, but it was just, right. uh, I just had to, I had to come, you know, come to myself and really just let go of, like, every let go of like the standards that everybody else, you know what I'm saying, has set and like not pay attention to what's going on in mainstream and just kinda of do my own thing. So it's just really that voice, like, you know what I'm saying, that's in your head. And as you can tell, like throughout it, like, he would call and I would like, you know, hang up or not listening to him. You know what I'm saying? It was really just trying to ignore that voice. And also I wanted that voice to be like as black as possible. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like kinda that was also what for my people was about. It was just like you know, um, embracing who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, like embracing, like, you know what I mean? Being black and embracing it and not being afraid to, to you know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to be the angry black guy. Nobody wants to be like, you know, you got public, it's like, bro, don't quit acting black. Like, you know what I'm saying? Chill out. Like, but it's right. really just embracing it, And I try to do that with everything that I do. Like, all the music that I drop and, you know what I mean? Everything I move forward. I try to do it as elegant as possible, but still, you know, be as black as I can.
1: Yeah, so I caught your show last week, you did some music off of two thousand one. Yeah. And when you did, like it it wasn't necessarily a rap show. You exuded like energy the energy of a rock concert really. Yeah. Especially when you did make it happen. But let's just like talk two thousand one in general. So what what is two thousand one? What what brought it all about?
2: Um so it started just because I was kinda of paying attention to like music. It is now for the most part. I listen to uh, I listen to a lot of different music, but I when I'm like creating and stuff like that, I listen to like trap music, like yeah a lot. Because it It fuels me to make what I want to hear, you know what I'm saying? Like, it fuels me to make the opposite. I become my own relief, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But uh, I just wanted to... The the state of music now kind of reminds me of, like, when I was a kid. Like, with the Hot Boys and, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Like, uh, everything was just cars, girls, you know what I'm saying? Like, Flash. Like, And I wanted to do that in my own way for the most part, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what inspired me. Because me personally, I... my, My beats are mellow... But I do feel like, I don't feel like nobody can flex as hard as I can. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like my music is like, like the words themselves are like in your face. Like when I came in on the tape, um, on the intro, Checks and balances. first line is, man, I can live off the water. My bitch is wet as a boat. Like that's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like straight in your face. Like, you know what I mean? Like vulgar, you know what I mean? Just like boom, right there. And that's yeah. that's what I wanted to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Just really be like, try to represent That moment, you know what I'm saying, that I felt like I was kind of like trapped in.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, with the significance of the year 2001, that's definitely like the energy I picked up, especially with your openers. Yeah. Like Checks and Balances was like, the beat was mellow again, but your lyrics like brought that high energy. Mm -hmm. And then the energy like definitely crescendo with those first three tracks. Yeah. All the way up to Make It Happen and Make It Happen is, I think... Undoubtedly like the most popular track yeah. on the whole thing like everybody fucks with it. I fuck with it I'm in the gym. I'm lifting. I'm driving. I'm making it happen Yeah, so like let's let's talk about make it happen for a little bit, man That's like your strongest one. So how you feel about that?
2: Like, You know, it's crazy. I had two songs. I wrote Make it happen and Ooh was the last songs I, I I had made and I made them in that order like that, that I played them Ooh and then Make it happen. And um, hey, you said like you sat on the beat for Make it happen to for Make it happen for like two years right Yeah I sat on it for like two whole years. My uh, Did my you homie. even play around with it at all? I, I played around with it the night I got it like two years ago like because mm-hmm. I was saying because I was leaving um I was leaving Wild Readers and I had like a batch of beats that my homie uh, Doc had sent me and I was just going through them and I was listening. And that was one that I was, like, really rocking with, and I was trying to listen to. I went and bought headphones for it and everything, because the beat was just so crazy. Like, and I couldn't find my headphones, so I was like, bro, I'm just going to buy some. But I was listening to it, and I was trying to do something with it, but I just... I didn't feel like I was... And um, like I said, like, I wasn't as comfortable as I was with myself now, as I am with myself now than I was then. You know what I'm saying? So I really couldn't. I really couldn't do anything. I couldn't do what I wanted to do with it. And then, like... I was just looking for more beats because I was at a I was at a point where I was at a point where I was making I was trying to make the you know the bangers for the tape you know what I'm saying and I was just like I need something and somehow some way like I was on my laptop and came across the beat again and it was just like oh yeah I'm about to send this to my phone cuz I'm going to use this and I I came up with it like real quick and I like I knew, like, I when I heard it, I knew that that was going to be the one everybody fucked with, mm-hmm. but when I played it, for the people I played it for, everybody was like, nah, I like Ooh better, but that was still hard. And then, when the take came out, everybody who liked Ooh was just like, nah, make it happen, that shit. Like, make it happen, make yeah. it happen was that shit, like, I fucked up, I fucked up, like, as soon as I, like, first streamed yeah.
1: it, like, I fucked with it hard, like, so one top five coming off of this one will probably be, like, the first three, of mm-hmm. course, and then... Finn, which is the closer, because like I woke up the morning it came out and I was like, all right, so what's out now? I got to listen to it. So SoundCloud told me, uh, Ivory just posted Finn <laughs> and I was like, all right, and I listened it, and it had like that boom bass. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking with this, right? Here. So it like gave me like good energy. And then, damn, it was like a slower song you had on there, too. Me. Yeah. Me was like the second popular one. Yeah. And then that was like, because it was just a whole change of pace. Mm-hmm. You took on like a kind of crooning sound. Yeah. And and it was just like a little bit more personal. So, and that's like, uh that's the kind of trend that the energy follows yeah. throughout the whole tape is that like you start on the high energy and then you progress into some more personal issues. Yeah. So let's get a little bit deeper. So you did Runaway. Yes. Let's talk about that a little bit.
2: Uh, So Runaway, I... I found the beat, and it was crazy because I was like, I was very, very, very on edge about like putting, putting that on the tape. And the reason I said it is because like uh, in the intro, I, I don't, I don't. One thing I, I realized is like uh, when it comes to music, you can literally say whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? And nobody really pays attention to it unless it become, I don't know, unless somebody points it out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For the most part, but and I'm about to point it out, which is crazy. But like on the first one, on like the first line, I said like. Uh, Tell my mom I'm sorry if I don't make it home, but I can't die by Billy really holding the crumb. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like I told you, like I try to I try to be as black as I can, you know what I'm saying, but as elegant as possible. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just I don't know, like. So but when I did it, like I have like I have white friends. You know what I'm saying? Like right. like I like I have white I have like there's this family. I have my homie Ethan. Like he moved to Colorado, but his family like, his dad and his dad and his girlfriend and like his girlfriend's kids and they still live here. Like and I could literally leave her. go over to the house unannounced, open the door, like, not even knock, just open the door, walk in, and they'll welcome you with open arms, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I know that, like, I don't have a problem with white people, but I have a problem with racism, you know what I'm saying? Because I yes. come across that, like, a whole lot, you know what I mean? Especially me having dreads, like, people I grew up with look at me, and they don't find me intimidating, but just because uh, I have, like, long hair, like, white people find me intimidating, so I come across that, like, a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? So... I was a little iffy about putting putting that song out there because it was just like, man, like you know, I, I I do like you know what I'm saying. I do have white friends. Like, how would my how would like how would they feel if I went up there and played the tape? But at the end of the day, like I do with all my songs, you know what I'm saying. Like, I just put that to the side because at the end of the day, it's not it's not about me. It's not about them. You know what I'm saying. It's it's about the enjoyment, the song. You know what I'm saying. Itself. Like, I put my song first, you know what I'm saying? Like over anybody's feelings, even my own. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So but um yeah, like I I heard that. I, I hit I did that after that line I didn't really wanna make it like a where did I take a phone. Oh, go ahead, to get that. Yeah, right I there. didn't want to make it like a whole um I didn't want to make it like a whole like a uh, hate white people thing, you know what I'm saying? But you know at the same know. time I wanted to just be like a I I wanted it to be one of those things where it was just like where I could like speak on racism and just like, you know, say, like, you know, I don't fuck with that shit. Like You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, like, especially with the climate and the way that it is now, like,
1: pro-blackness and anti-whiteness tend to be lost in translation. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely feel that and mm-hmm. understand that. So let's let's talk me a little bit. That's another personal track for mm-hmm. you. So it was, uh, there was a little bit of apology in Me Too and everything like that. So let's, mm-hmm. let's talk me.
2: Uh, with that song, it was, um, when I wrote it, it was... Uh, I came up with it like, it. I heard the beat and like the the melody kind of came in my head, and I started to just like fill it with words. Yeah. And like after I fill it with word, after I felt felt it with words, that's when it became like you know what I'm saying. Like I felt it with the word, just felt it with any words, and that's kind of how it is with most of my songs. Like they don't mean anything to me until I kind of like until I finish them. You know. So what I'm is saying? it words first or beats first? It's always beats first. It beats first because it's like um. The beat. The beats like a canvas, you know what I'm saying to me. You know what I'm saying, like I can't, you know, I don't, I I can't. You know how like, let's say you out, you have something planned in your head, and then you go out and do it, and it never comes out as yeah. planned. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah.
2: That that's the reason why I never, I like guess, always beats first. You know what I'm saying? And I might have raps, and I have a lot of like loose raps that I've never done anything with, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's always, always, always beats first. But when I feel, I felt it with the, um, I felt it with the words, and then like, I don't know, it just. It it didn't rep it represented like a time like in my past you know what I'm saying like yeah. for the most part like uh
1: so are you saying goodbye to the past or are you no
2: nah, it it was just a it was just an emotion you know what I'm saying like I pull from like I pull from a from a from a time in my past you know what I'm saying just yeah. like you know having different you know what I'm saying issues and you know what I'm saying when you when you're in a relationship because a lot of people hear this song and they think it's just like this beautiful like amazing love song when it's really not you know what I'm saying it's like like you said it's it's apologetic you know what I mean like yeah. Like you said that you you know what I mean. It's like you 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 said that you're done. You know what I mean. Like if I keep fucking up, like then it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want that. I don't want that to end. You know what I mean? Like so it's just I, I pull from I pull from a time in my past, and I mean like whenever I pull from my past, I don't pull from a from a certain a certain instance, but I just pull from the feeling. You know what I'm saying? In general, that things if you know what I mean? Like, I write a song that might be about, like, five different people. You know what I'm saying? But, I don't know. Like, it, it wasn't as personal to me until, like, like I said, until I wrote it. Until I wrote it and got it all out and really, like, marinated on it. It was just, like, it was, like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the main inspiration for the song, you know what I'm saying, was my girl now. And it wasn't, like, it was just, like, the love that I had. You know, like, well, the love that I have. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, like... A lot of the other shit, like, the apologetic part just came from, like, different things that I thought about in the past. So, it's not for from you to someone else. It's from you to you. Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, it it is, like, from me to somebody else, but it's not another person in general. You know what I'm saying? So, at the same time, you can't say it is from okay. just me to me. So, let's talk your opener, checks and balances, man.
1: That, that was, like, pretty much the one that got the foot in the door and, like, set the tone for that whole set. Let's
2: hear about it. But that, that's, like, that one is probably one of my favorite ones, like I said, because I just, I just came in, like, you know what I'm saying? I just came in so hard, and that was really really what I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying, with the whole tape. Just, like like I said on that one, the first line was, like I can live out the water, my bitch is wet as a boat. And then also, like, on Dwayne and Rock Johnson, when I came in, Chris um, mm-hmm. Crystal clear my arm, go ahead and ring the alarm, my bitch be wet like a storm, and the pussy be warm. Like, just, I know I keep doing these girl references, but, yeah. you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, it's just, like, Like I said, just in your face, you know what I'm saying? And I really liked how I did it with that one because it was just so it was so in your face but calm. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's what I mean like when I say like I try to be as black as possible, but also elegant. You know what I mean? Like in your face but you still in your face, but you accept it a different way. You know what I'm saying? You not you don't just like reject it. You know what I mean? It comes to you in a way that's like familiar. Unless you're really but if you're really paying attention to it then, you know what I'm saying, it's it's just like boom you know what I mean
1: yeah I mean so far like I, I've the my general consensus and my overall review like the tape is the tape is the thumbs up for me like I wouldn't give it a, a number review, but like mm-hmm. if I could rate it based on the buttons available on a dashboard mm-hmm. I would I'd, I'd give it the replay yeah I give it a replay like there was only one song I there that I just wasn't really rocking with, it. and it was like the I'm Sorry song. Yeah. I don't know, something about the the beats and vocals just kind of clashed with me a little bit. The beat was, yeah. it, it wasn't all that, but the vocals. I were just got back, are you criticizing one of his songs while he's on our podcast? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I can, I can be honest. I, I mean, no, I, and
2: it's yeah. it is solid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because that was, um, that was one song I just felt like just needed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like the beat so much. You know what I mean? Like, the beat. Really? Yeah? yeah, like, the beat, it just, it was like one of those, like, I just felt like you could just, you know what I'm saying like in your car just you know what I'm saying it just just the beat sound is so good by itself like cause like there's um my homie uh my homie Jalen uh I play her No, no, Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but nah shout out to Jalen Rose I fuck with him that's my dog every time I see him it's I always love but uh I have a uh my homie Jalen and I call her bands, but I play her just like I because I play her a lot of my music and I play her just a beat and I was and we was just like, but that motherfucker is fire, no words and mm-hmm. she ain't even having even heard a song yet and that was just one of those songs. It was just it was just almost like a filler song, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it also like it was just like a transition, you know what I'm saying? Because I needed to also like mellow it down so I can get straight mm-hmm. into me, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so, you know, it is what it is. I'm not that's the thing. Like whenever I put out anything, I make sure that. I'm comfortable with it. Like I said, because I never, like, I never, ever, ever put, I put how I feel about it first. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never put anybody else's feelings or anything else to it. So, if it drops and it's not accepted, you know what I'm saying? I know that I did, you know what I'm saying? I I did Mm -hmm. what I could, you know what I mean? Like, there was nothing else I could have did better to to. You know, the, to make it better, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely.
1: I need to redact my statement and go back and check the track list to so make sure I'm not talking about the wrong song. No, you good. No, I, just, I, I, just I know believe. for certain. I just okay, him. So. he said, I like the beat. And he said, Really? Like <laughs> he made the song. <laughs> like of course he liked the beat. <laughs> yeah, so no, I I know for sure, like oh, I know I know I know for sure, like that's the that's the song I'm thinking about. Yeah. But
2: uh So my favorite song actually on the tape was um mm.
1: What was it? Uh, in the making. That's like that's the one like <laughs> it, like for with an like as far as like emotional beats and emotional lyrics like that's that's the one for yeah. a deep track that's like that's the one yeah. like for a deep track in the making is it for a hype track make it happen is it I yeah. feel like they mesh together really and, well.
2: and that's and that's why they that's why I place them so that's why I place make it happen and then like in the making like right next to each other because make it happen like. Okay, because I got to make sure I'm talking about the right one because the name is so close. But yeah, mm-hmm. make it happen. Like it's just it's a banger. You know what I'm saying? The beat the beat is hitting and it comes it comes straight in and it leaves you on that, Like I'm ready for more. Like that was hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then it takes you on like a whole other thing when in the making comes on because mm-hmm. now like you're you're 100 attentive. Like I have all your attention at that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Then I then it comes in with that and it's crazy because. When I rapped on the beat, it was just a straight loop and I took it to my engineer and he created drops and shit in it and it just made it so much more beautiful. You know what I mean? Like it but I I love that song. And like Definitely. Yeah, like I don't know. Like and I feel like that I feel like that was another song where I just was like really just in your face into, you know what I'm saying? Like um like I have the, the song, like I was like I said, like I don't have a problem with white people but I have a problem with racism and I come yeah. across it so much and like I had a line like, and it's my favorite line, which is not even like, I don't know, but it's like, I said, my TB white like the rocks, my TB white like the, my TB white like the rocks, my TB white like the socks, my TB white like the, like the cops, all racist and op. And the reason I say this because like, I don't know, it was just, it was also like one of those flex things, like, cause like me personally, like, I don't like, when I'm going out somewhere, I wouldn't wear the same like white T one, like twice. Like, i wear a white T shirt and then after that, it becomes like a, like a, that's um, a shirt
1: for around the house yeah around the
2: house or like an undershirt you know what I'm saying or something like that but like champs 4 for 25 <laughs> like this one that I have on like you know what I'm saying it's just a, it, it's, a it's a white ticket after this like it's gonna go home and I'm gonna I'm a throw it in the, throw it away or put it like under a hoodie or you know what I'm saying or something like that yeah, like mm-hmm. but it was also like one of those things where I just slid in like being black as possible like you know what I'm saying like bro like yeah. fuck racism and you know what I'm saying because bro, I come across that shit a lot like the other day I was driving and uh i was um you know i was i, I had looked at my phone at a red light you know what i'm saying and like there's this dude in his van i actually posted something on instagram was saying like i let a white man get the best of me and i you know what i'm saying and i was disappointed in myself and i never let that happen again right cuz like i'm at a, i'm in a red light and he's in this van he has an intercom in his car i mean in his van and he's just it's, like he's like well he's like Fucking drive. Get the fuck off your phone. And, like, <laughs> I, I, and I'm I'm hearing him talk, but it's, it's I can hear him in and out because it's muffled and my windows are up yeah. and he's behind me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I look up and I'm like, like, I'm like looking like, bro, like no cars are moving. Like, who is he talking to? And I look back and I see him like yelling at intercom. And I look back I'm like, are you like, you talking to me? Like, yeah. he was like, he yelled something else, man. I'm just like, I was like. I, I was like, bitch, we not even, like, nobody's even moving. Like, and I just rolled my window up. And, like, the whole time from, like, we still at this stop. And he's just, like, yelling. And I could see him looking at me through here. But I rolled my window back and up. And it's, it's in and out. And it's muffled. Like, and I hear him saying, you. And, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I know he's calling me names. And as long as he's been calling yeah. me names, I know some racist shit came out of his mouth. Because, like, dude was in a white van. And he looked like Trevor from GTA 5. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... So we had this red light, and if we go through the red light. We go through the red light, and then um, he's a uh, he's still like he's still yelling shit. So like I'm on new cut, and I'm I gotta go. I'm going to this Walmart anyway, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? So I'm like, bro, I'm looking. I'm like, we're making eye contact through my rearview view. I'm like, bro, I'm about to beat his ass. <laughs> so I pull over into the like what you call it? into the the Kmart parking lot, and as as I'm pulling over, I guess he bitches out and like. Drives on into oncoming traffic to like get around my car and, he, and as he's doing it though He's still looking at my car like yelling shit, you know what I'm saying? And then as I got in that parking lot, I was just like, bruh What the fuck did I just do? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I let him get the best of me, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm upset, you know what I mean? For, for what reason, I don't know, you know what I mean? And I was really about to pull over and fight this man Because he's yelling shit in the back, you know what I'm saying? He's, yeah. he's just yelling yeah. shit And then at the same time, I was also mad at myself because I didn't even, I, I didn't think like, this nigga has a has an intercom in his van. Ain't no telling what else he got, that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, as I was talking about it later to like, you know, my homie Will. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it's like a big brother to me. But I was talking to him about it. He was just like, yeah. Sometimes you got to pick and choose, like, because he could have hopped out with, you know what I'm saying? All types of anything. Man, yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because but he already has an intercom in his van. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, you were in so danger. You were in
1: danger, man. You were in more danger than he was. You know like, what I'm saying?
2: So like. Fucking wild. So, like, and just in that moment, it was just like, it was like, bruh, like, like, I realized, like, the best way to deal with racism is just not dealing with it at all, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, just, like, okay, that's how you feel, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just, mm-hmm. like, and that also, like, how I deal with it in my music, you know what I'm saying? It's how I just, I feel like I need to deal with it in real life. It's just, like, in my music, like I said, I try to be black as possible, but elegant, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. you don't like me for those reasons. Well, I'm gonna keep giving you reason not to like me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna do it as elegant as possible, and I'm still like, like, don't don't even worry, I'm not gonna be wild as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm still gonna, I'm I'm gonna be me to the fullest extent, regardless of how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and make it happen, like and make it happen, like, you no, know, in in the making, like that's you know what I'm saying? That's like I feel like the point I try to get across. Yeah. And I named it in the making because I felt like the makings of me was just too too soft because I okay. think in the end I was just because at the end of the in the first verse that's why I named the in the making but because it was like at the end of the first verse I was like uh living life this is the makers of me and just in the makers of me sound like a, a like a soft romantic movie you know what I mean and Love I was it. just I was not fucking Love, with yeah.
1: that I mean so when you said like the best way to deal with racism is to not deal with it at all like I know you don't mean like just be inattentive towards it I think mm-hmm. it's more like a thing of like you got to pick the pick your battles like yeah an, yeah an encounter on the street is like the same thing like with this whole like uh, feminist and red dead redemption thing like you can be mad about it you can I don't know make them patch the game or take it out or something but it's not really gonna solve any problem it's not yeah. really gonna do anything no. so I think uh, that's like some and this is like totally off music but it's yeah. just you got to pick the right battles and know which ways to combat it because like I said, there's there's idiots and then there's the institution. Yeah. And so you got to know, like, you got to hit the right target, really.
2: Yeah, most definitely. And see, like, that's, you know, and like you said, yeah, that's definitely, like, you know, how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Just like, like, right, you don't like me because I'm black. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to argue with you right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. get all upset and get my blood boiling. Like, for what? Like You know what I'm saying? Like, like... But that's beneath me. I'm not going to, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to give you none of my energy. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take right. that energy and I'm going to, like, you know what I'm saying? Put it into something to, you know, to make a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, like be able to speak on it on my songs or, you know what I'm saying? Like, be able to talk about it and things like this. You know what I mean? Like, arguing with you is not going to, it ain't going to benefit nobody. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. So,
3: Definitely the most important thing you said right there is yeah. that it's beneath you. Yeah. It's, you just, I mean? it's beneath all of us, for real. Yeah. Just dealing with some ignorant shit like that. not So sense, So far yeah. beneath but um, I wish that I had uh, more to say on your actual music. He you had a question uh, about make
1: it happen in Serial it's true you know
3: like he played a little bit of the song mm-hmm. because you know this guy you know he doesn't he, he's not all about planning mm-hmm. with me and everything so he
1: doesn't really tell me i told you that's going everything on. dude i sent you his soundcloud he, like, Yo, he doesn't he send me any ready listen to this he doesn't because this me. is this is the heat right here like put your city on <laughs> he, did, he did not
3: send me anything to listen to so i wish that i had a chance yeah. to listen to all your music and everything oh, <laughs> <I did. Well. laughs> but he did play a bit of a sample for it and i was just wondering you know when you say you're not gonna let a bitch milk you like mm-hmm. cereal. Yeah, what does
2: that mean exactly? It's just like, <laughs> bro. Like, it's crazy because like, it's wild because like, dudes will really go all the way out for like a girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But and it really just be like, I mean, not not if she's like your girl. That's that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if you like interested in her and y'all and like it's mutual. Mm-hmm. Like yes, but like, like you know. If like, you still
1: shooting your shot. You know no. what I'm saying?
2: You know what I mean? Like I know. Like, I've seen, I see it all the time, like, dudes are, like, try to, like, really girl the in with, like, you know what I'm saying, money, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I, I get it, like, flex as hard as you can, bro, because I'm all for flexing, like, but just, like, don't, like, I don't know, but, like, like, girls have their cash apps in their bios, you know what I'm saying, and it'd that's be, true. like, send me bread, and, like, niggas will really be out here sending them cash, like, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, like, bro. And if problem.
1: they not, if they not cash app, and they posted some subliminal shit, like, it's like somebody take me for tacos or you, chicken know what I'm saying? And you know
2: beer. what I'm saying Like bro Like you know what I mean Like that's, that's the thing It's like I can't let no I can't let no Bitch milk me like the cereal Like you know what I'm saying Like <laughs> it's a wrap Like no, I, I just you
1: pop in my pockets, so I get You know it. what
2: I'm saying Like I just that's don't true. I just don't get it like, like bro like I don't know Like I love my money too much You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. I, I like it. being able to do with, Do what mm-hmm. I want to do With the bread that I got I'm not gonna yeah. just mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Like Take girl on a date, that's cool. You know what I mean? For Doing sure. stuff for a girl that you're interested in, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mutual, that's cool. But you got here, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, trying to throw your wallet at, you know what I'm saying? The, you know what I'm saying? Like, you trying to yeah. get her, you just trying to throw your wallet at it. And, hey, yeah. bro, that's 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 stupid, bro. Because if it's based on money, then that's how it's going to ever be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know true. what I'm saying? And then, bro, like, I don't know, they be using money to, like, try to knock them, and it's like, yeah, but. I want you to know, like, you're going to keep paying for it, but it's not a one-time yeah, fee. Like, right, yeah. Niggas be really trying to have a pussy on layaway, but I'm not for that. <laughs>
3: That's very really true. Right. Both sides see that, like, the Travis Scott, Kylie Jenner thing where he fills the house with roses and all his shit. Yeah. Like, he's really, he's really balling out spending all this money on it. Girls see that, they're like... I'd do anything for a dude if he got me all this and then mm. the dude see that, they're like, oh shit, all right then. You know what I'm saying? Let me bust up in the wild real quick. You know
1: yeah, yeah like, I think that the, like, the internet's got like a little part to play in that because it's like, I think, especially with, like me mature and everything, just the way, mature. yeah, just, you like that? Say it one more time. Me mature. Yeah, don't say <laughs> it again. No, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the proper terminology <laughs> after. Go ahead, go ahead, say what you're saying. But just like, just the way like, the internet has progressed. And, I mean, it's the same thing that was happening all the way back on MySpace. It's like, just now it's like, you know, people like to downplay themselves and be, you know, a little bit more on the humble side and be like, oh, yeah, I just want to Netflix and chill. But it was like, we ain't going to lie. Like, dudes took the most advantage of that, yeah. thing, right? And yeah. so now it's like kind of raising a bar, but now they kind of milking it a little yeah. bit. I'm serious. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. It's like,
3: it's that female empowerment wave. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, women are you know taking they're taking back their sexuality and themselves and everything, and they're like giving themselves value. You know, yeah. and there's nothing yeah. right, wrong with that. Yeah, and, sort
2: of and thing. this I sort of think, I'm but like, and that's I'm all for. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for women empowerment. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I love like I love women. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I just say that just like, yeah, I just say that like in general. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like I have like tons of sisters and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. of course. So like, you know what I mean? When it comes to when it comes to that, that's cool. But then like. But like, some women, they just take it, they take it that, you know what I'm saying, that, that extra mile, like, uh-huh. sus, Absolutely. I think the She absolutely. gets just as wet as you do, you know what I mean? <laughs> <And> then, like, <laughs> you, not the, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're not the only absolutely. one, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, what you got, we can, you can get that everywhere else, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like, it's just like, I don't know, but it's like, when it comes to paying bills and shit like that, but I'm just... I'm just, I don't know, but I'm just not for it, bro. Yeah, you know what I right. mean? You got to get your own. just like I got mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I it's mean, it's a thing. Wiz got to figure out how to interact with women
1: better. You know? Yeah, like, yeah they do. I mean, Wiz are catching up to the wave. Yeah. With with women are catching up to the wave, but with women uh, yeah. being empowered and you know um, realizing their value and then going on to raise it, the same way they're screening out guys. Guys just got to screen out the girls that are you know the wolves in sheep's clothing yeah. riding among them.
2: Yeah. After yeah,
1: yeah, so let's just like just all right, this is probably like, my last question I have about like two thousand one and the tape and everything. Oh, yeah. So this is actually just a general music question about the way you do like your your creative process. So mm-hmm. like your songs really don't have like a super long runtime. Like, is there like a reason for that? Like, uh,
2: I don't have a super long runtime. Well, for the most part, like uh, here. I reason. don't.
1: I and I like understand it too because I don't. I don't. It, like, are you trying to preserve? Yeah. See, and that's my that. thing.
2: Like. I would say like, because here recently I've been trying to make them a little longer because they were like on, if you ever if if you go back and listen to feels like they were like dumb short like all them like a minute long yeah but like they're all shorter just because like I feel it you know what I mean like like you know what I'm saying just like I write it and like, like I feel when it's supposed to be done and I just feel like mm-hmm. that's where it's hit yeah, you know and that's where it's at. or like like I never like whenever I write my music it's all like it's all, like, feeling, like, emotion, like, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not feeling it, like, it's it's a rap, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, when I when I sit down and write a song, I'm never, like, thinking about what I got to say or what I got to do, you know what I mean? Like, I, I put my emotions into it, because, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, when you listen to a song, you don't overthink or try to think about what you're listening to. You just, you just, you turn it on, and, you know what I'm saying, like, Emotions are transferable. You know what I'm saying? Like, So I put my emotions in the music so when you hear it, you're going to feel the same way I felt about yep. it when I wrote it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and, and that's what I try to do. So, like, I don't, like, I don't... I, my my goal isn't to make short short time, you know what I'm saying, short songs, but, like, short shorter songs, but mm-hmm. it's just... I don't know, it's, it's just naturally that way. Like, I put that emotion into it and once, like, I feel that emotion, like, going away or, like, I feel it, like you dragging it that's when i i cut it you know I, what i mean i respect that
1: especially with like a personal track
2: you don't want to like have to face something that's not there yeah and see, like like with me like if you like me's like the shortest song on there you know what i'm saying and it yeah. was just a it was an emotion and after like when it came to, i thought about a second verse you know what i'm saying i feel like it would have been it would have been it would have been good cuz the hook was the hook was good enough to you want to hear you know what i'm saying you want to hear it again but it was just like it was like i can't i can't force nothing you know what i'm saying on that cuz once you once you force it then it feels for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, you, re- the listener reject it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like, just kind of like like what y'all do with your podcast. You know what I'm saying? You you talk about it and, you know, you kind of just, you kind of just go on in the moment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then when the listener listens to it, it's like, you know, they feel it right there with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know, but I just, I don't, I don't force anything, like you know what I'm saying. Like that's good. That's good to do, because listeners definitely feel when it's forced too. Yeah. Just like you feel when it's forced,
3: they'll feel like they'll feel yeah. when it's forced too. You know what I'm saying? So like,
2: that's good. like yeah. Like I said, I believe it. Like, emotions are transferable. I come in a room and I'm mm-hmm. upset. I'm gonna leave happy, and y'all gonna feel it, y'all gonna feel just as upset as I was yeah. for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I, I feel the same thing when I, you know what I mean? Like when I do it with my music. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's it. Right. All
1: right, so let's open it up to a little bit of general Q and A. So when we last spoke, you said you were watching Attack on Titan. Are you watching any other anime?
2: No. Let me tell you why. I'm. Okay. I'm gonna tell you why because I like. So I watched Attack on Titan. and I did not get to finish that, and I'm so upset because like we're as, already on the third season now. And and I know. I know. Like I want to go back and watch it so bad, but it's like it's like, it's one of those things where like because it's in Japanese and you gotta like read the subtitles like you can't look away from the screen mm-hmm. and then like but you, you can't look away from the screen at all and like I just ain't like been able to really sit down and watch it just like I have been then but then I I think I seen um shit I don't know which one it was it was a um, Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Super yes. yes 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 I was watching that with my homie I ain't gonna lie I caught the very end of the the season like I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch it but I'm not gonna lot. Just the subtitles get me because I can't. I can't like look away and like check a text message because I didn't log, I didn't. You know what I'm saying? I didn't miss out like three whole sentences because I don't know what they saying. If you're way. watching
1: super dialogue, is not what you missed. Okay, Man, <laughs> you probably missed a couple of 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 fists being thrown. Yeah,
2: because I ain't going to lie, them fights. was pretty hard.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you listening to right now?
2: Um, who do I listen to right now? Yeah. Uh, hold on, Let me go to my phone. I guess, Cause I ain't gonna lie, I have like my uh last couple of songs that I've I mean like the last couple of albums I've downloaded. Um I listen to I listen to Jack Harlow's tape a lot. You know what I'm saying? I I really I, I really rock with him and there's anybody from the city that's really doing anything. you know what I'm saying? I definitely I definitely rock with that. You know what I'm saying? And then my like uh people he rap like make music with private garden like you know, Vaughn and Shlue and all them it's like yeah. like like my homies, you know what I'm saying? Um I listen to uh I don't know if y'all know who he is, but his name is Down to Earth. I've been listening to him. You know what I'm saying. He uh, I feel like I've heard a whisper about Down to Earth. He uh he makes beats for Made in Tokyo, but he also has this. But he also makes music. He makes music too. Yeah. Um. His he almost if if Party Next Door made trap music, he would sound exactly like. Okay.
4: You
2: know? And it, it, it's it's weird. Like it's super weird, but it's it's perfect. Like you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. uh, Playboy Cardi for sure. Um, Dialed was probably like one of my favorite projects last year. Um. J-Rock, his album was pretty good from uh, TDE.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, for the most part, like, as of right now, this very moment, I haven't been listening to too much, like, extra or new. Simply because, like, a lot of music right now isn't, like, inspiring me. Yeah. And also, like, I'm, like, like, I'm gearing up for, like, writing for my next project. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, like, I just kind of, like, tune everything out. And then I'm, like, I, like I said, I become my own relief. Because, like, right now, like, I don't like any of the music. Like I mean I do, but it's just like a lot of it sounds the same. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's just like I have to right now I have to become my own relief and start writing music again. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like for the most part, that's really what really what I've been listening to.
1: Okay. Next question. This is kind of a fun question. Okay. Will Blockboy J B stop making songs that require you to do the shoot dance?
2: No, he will not. Because he, I don't know. He doesn't. He he's not a. Um, I don't know, but he's not a thinker. I, he has a dance, right? The shoot dance. That's his. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. But all dances die out. And his first tape that that song shoot was actually on was actually hard as fuck. Yes. It was like really hard. Like if you listen to it, like like I don't know, it was hard. Like he was just feeling it, and that was the reason why Drake hopped on that song with him and yeah. did all that. But like. He he keeps he he's not focused on like making himself established as an artist. He's only making he's only like focused on that dance. Like like when you have when you come into a game and you have a gimmick, like you don't wanna leave with your gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And I don't know. He uh he's not. He's not I wish he would. I wish he really would focus, but focus on like, you know, rapping because his shit his shit was good, but he's too far gone, bro. He's too far gone and like it's a mind thing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so like he's just I don't know. I feel like he's too he's too in his brain and he's too far gone. So he won't be able to pick up where he where he left it off at. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So I gotta redact my statement from two episodes ago when I said Louisville's not a, a music city. Mm-hmm. It's it's an art city entirely, and music is definitely one of the things. And I think it has a an entire uh, hip hop community and an active scene. And just like a couple of days before I came to see your show mm-hmm. I was uh I was talking to uh, Musso from Bird Zoo mm-hmm. and uh, I was bringing it up with him and I was like yeah Louisville's like not a music city and what he brought up was that it doesn't have a, a definitive sound yeah and then I brought it up on Instagram and I did like a poll and I asked like you know do you think Louisville has a sound some people will and no nobody said like one person probably said yeah, yeah. but the majority of it was no what do you think of, what do you think about that where do you on that? I don't feel
2: like we have a sound either. I feel like um, it's like we don't have a sound because we're like, cause we're like middle of America. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we pull from everything else. Like, but for the most part, like, I just feel like I just feel like we're in the middle of everything. I don't feel like we'll ever have a sound. Like, well, I take that back. I do feel like we will have a sound, and I feel like it kind of go it kind of go in hand with like uh with like Bryson Tiller like with trap soul. See, because we're so close to Atlanta, like. Trap me like everything that comes out of Atlanta, like we always, you know what I'm saying, we always get a hold of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I feel like because we're in middle of America and we're not, like, all the way around trapped influence, like we are, we're influenced by it, but we also have, like, a whole nother, you know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. whole nother thing. I feel like, kind of like how my music is, like, that's how I kind of look at my music. Like, it's like, you know, it's Trap, like, it's black as hell, but it's also elegant, you know what I mean? And right. That middle lane, like, and I feel like uh, overall sound, like, no, but, like, I guess, like, emotion or a feeling or a wave, you know what I mean? Like, kind of yeah. that middle lane, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like that's where it'll come in, come in at, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, Atlanta's so close with trap, but that's just not what we are entirely, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: All right, so these next two questions, I opened up to the audience. We got, like, one answer directly, and then one got, like, 300-plus responses, so... We'll kind of like pass around and then weigh in on it. But just a fair warning to anyone listening. This isn't like the, excuse me. This isn't like the the old nigga hate segment or like the young nigga mouth off segment either. So one thing I did want to, you know, get was like your current thoughts on uh, hip hop in the music industry right now. Like what do you think is working and what do you think is, isn't working? And they're kind of like two birds, one stone. But our first response comes from Yo-Yo Senpai who says, I think the state of hip hop is in a weird spot right now. I appreciate freestyle, battling, beef, and lyricism in regards to rap. I think right now everyone's friends and plays it cool with one another. Like it's fine and dandy, but that competition that comes with rap beef is what fuels the fire. That's why this Drake push a T bit at the start of summer was so hot. It leaves people on the edge of their seat and makes them want to hear more on how it unfolds and who can top who with the pin. On the logistics side, there's a lot of money involved in rap right now, and it kind of reminds me of one hit alt-rock wonders of the 90s. Cats put out a big song and then fade away. I don't think lyricism has gone away, but I think it's changed a lot, and I'm just not a fan of it. You don't have to be a conscious rapper, he air quotes, to be a phenomenal lyricist and be able to pull different tricks out of your hat. Fuck J. Cole and fuck Eminem. Okay. A lot of strong
2: opinions. Tell that man follow me, cause I fuck with him. All, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, he made he made a lot of. Yeah, he made a lot of good points. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, he's he's not wrong about
3: anything he said. Yeah, definitely,
2: he's yeah. not because like he said. Like I mean, right now music is just having the excitement. Like he said, that's why when the beef come up, when a, a real beef comes up, like you know, like Drake and Pusha T. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I mean, Pusha like, T's
1: beef was was decent. I think it's like evolving. Yeah, in, in terms of beef, it's like. I think that was real mm-hmm. more than than Eminem's stunt that he tried to pull with like other rappers because yeah. he like he pulled it one, he pulled it with like white rappers he yeah. pulled it with like MGK. and the only one who responded was like somebody who has a, a dedicated audience but a smaller audience yeah. as uh-huh. well so there wasn't a lot of pull behind that plus I mean, everybody uh, talked about it, though. I yeah. mean, yeah, people talked about it just because it was m Desperate M&M. for beef. Everyone's desperate for beef. Eminem and m have more pull than that, yeah. off, off the jump. 100%. Dude. And then as far as the F.J. Cole thing goes, yeah, I, I guess, like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I have feelings about that either way. Like, on, on, some, on some notes, like, I, I don't need anybody to be super woke, but I don't need anybody to be super dumb either. Yeah. I, we just got to find that median and music so and then the second question that kind of falls in with it are what are some things you think hip-hop needs to leave behind what are some things you think that should return to hip-hop and so yeah this is like super f and broad so i'll that's let you guys like mm-hmm. that's
3: a broad question
1: yeah, it like is a broad said. question but like i'll let you guys like pick some responses and then you can respond to responses so i mean i'll here's open there. it up to you guys for a little bit feel free to scroll through because there's like 300 comments i wouldn't read the replies though okay.
3: Uh go through any of these
1: mm, Okay, so You pick damn. one
3: uh, See, I've, I've, I've got I've got something to Say real quick about it Yeah, let's hear it, man Come on So I'm in two hip-hop courses At UofL right now Sorry. I'm in hip-hop and social movements really? And communicating hip-hop And so This whole podcast would have been great From when I was making the documentary for On local hip-hop and everything You know who would have been great? Yeah Obviously, he would have been he would have been phenomenal to have on the documentary and everything. But um, regardless, a lot of the things that I'm learning in these two courses and a lot of the things everybody's saying, like all the people who are writing books about hip-hop and the people like the dance teacher that I talked to just on Wednesday in a mandatory dance class, we had to take a mandatory hip-hop dance class. Uh, the thing she was saying was, it's an opinion shared by a lot of people, it's that hip-hop has been commercialized in the past 20 to 30 years hip-hop's just been hyper commercialized standardized and it's almost the exact same as pop music right now in, Mm -hmm. in terms of like just how it is and she feels like it needs to get taken back to where it came from originally which was just like in New York the streets of New York just black people expressing themselves mm. in, yeah I would, in an artistic way.
1: I definitely agree that it has been commercialized, and mostly it's like the music that's been commercialized because the, element, the elements of hip-hop that make up hip-hop mm. are the dance, the DJ, MCM, rapping, yeah, and graffiti, writing graffiti, and the one that really took off was the music because uh, music just has that longevity yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, for them to become centralized again, that would bring back the essence of hip-hop. But hip-hop has branched out into so many subgenres of what it is now. I mean, it all Um,
3: started in the apartments in the uh, fucking communities in New York as a response to disco music because these were like poor areas up in Queens and everything in in mm -hmm. New York where these black people, they're they're hearing the disco music and everything and they're hearing like Soul Train and all that shit. But that's like... life that's not realistic for any of them. None of these people in these poor communities can go to the disco clubs in their fancy clothes and shit and dance all the time. So they didn't have... Music to really call their own at the time to yeah. listen to. So they made it. They made it yeah. themselves mm-hmm. in their apartments and shit. Like people had these sound systems and their turntables and shit and they were just like scratching. They created break beats. They created the dances and then they started emceeing over the break beats and that became rapping and everything. Yeah. But then a white woman at a record label heard somebody who worked at a pizza joint rapping to himself and she said, Oh shit, that sounds nice. I can make something out of that. She brought him in, that became the sugar hooking. Yeah. Rappers alike. And ever since then, commercialized over and over. And a lot of people, a lot of old heads in hip hop, and even some more, you know, conscious, I guess, new heads are saying, you know, we need to take the art form back.
1: Mm-hmm. Things like that. That's a pretty common thing that I hear. And I mean, I, I agree with that to like some extent. I just think Um, hip-hop needs to be separated from modern rap because the same way not every song made with a guitar strum is rock, Yeah. not every song with rapping is hip-hop. Yeah. That's
2: true. Yeah, that's true. I feel like... Okay. I I feel like for the most part, like, it's just really... I mean, it just really takes somebody to, like... It's going to take somebody to, like, actually just, like, I don't know, challenge the normal, I guess. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, like... Yeah. You know, me personally, like... I honestly feel like if I push hard enough, then I could. But at the same time, like I think it's just like every time somebody somebody new comes in, like it's like I want to say like every two three years or something like people challenge like what's new and what's hot and then that becomes like it like when like yeah. you know what I'm saying when Chance the Rapper and Isaiah Rashad all them came out on the XL cover
4: yeah. that
2: changed music for you know changed music for a while and then like with 21 Savage and then you know what I'm saying 21 Savage and Lil Yachty and Lil Uzi came in they changed music you know what I'm saying and it's just really it's really this what's gonna take it just take that that next class of artists to like come in because me personally like everybody I, I feel like Everybody likes something. Everybody like you know. everybody rocks with the music for a while, and then after a while, you just kind of get tired, and you want something new. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. that newer, that newer like newer come up. You know what I'm saying? So whenever it comes mm-hmm. to that like that that question, I don't know. It's always it's always, weird. It's, it's always weird for me because it's like I don't feel like there's anything you can do. Mm-hmm. I feel like you, you just have to you have to give it time. You know what I mean? Like That's or, true. you know what I'm saying? Because like you know, it's gonna be there. I mean, if it's not me, it's gonna be artists like me or somebody else who makes that music that is, like, like you know what I'm saying? That middle lane give you what you like, but also give you something new. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, just put a spin on it. Like, that's all it, that's all it takes. It Like I said, it'll just take some time because, like I said, every, like, it's a large span, but, like, every so often, like, trust me, there'll be a new wave of, like, whole new artists, and it'll be, like, a sound that people, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, and honestly, me personally, like, I mean my sound is kinda like it a little bit, but it's like that lo fi sound, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it just kinda like not like the super, super, super mellow, you know what I'm saying? But like yeah. the kinda like the beats that I like the beats that I rap on, I feel like that um and it almost it, it's upbeat, you know what I'm saying? It it gives you kinda like that trap feel at the same time, but it's still also like not so like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not so trap like it's got like an experimental sound to it. It's kinda fly lowish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like I feel like man, it's, it's just it's just gonna take that whole new wave of artists because trap music's been around forever and it just took that one wave of artists to really like bring it to the fourth, you know what I'm saying, to the forefront. So yeah. Time time is all it's gonna take. You know what I mean? That's all that's all. anything ever needs is time because people are going to get, like... People are going to get, like, super fed up with it. And once somebody finds that that thing, it's just going to... You know what I mean? Yeah, along yeah. with... Like, along with the whole wave that comes behind that. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. So we're going to kill up one of those responses, man. Let's see what the people are saying. Uh, so... This response... One of them... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um... I don't know, but it's so... There's so many of them. I mean, you pick one, dude. All right. right no Blues, you got one, one. One dude says, bring back dancing in music videos. And then, then somebody put a GIF under it of a P. Diddy oh, dancing oh, with what? Mace. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, somebody really, uh, somebody's really missing P. Diddy dancing in music videos against some fluorescent lights. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say bring it back, but stop romanticizing certain aspects of hip hop history. From Alexander Baltimore Spivory. I wish he would elaborate on what he's talking about.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
3: let's see. Uh. <laughs> this is a very head-ass post. Leave hip-hop alone.
2: Hey, fuck you, fam. Yeah. You, you, says, f- you look like a head-ass nigga, bro. Oh. <laughs> it says, the one dude, um, Michael Christian Bernard, says, Leave leave mama rap alone. It has its own lane, but start mainstreaming other types of rappers also. And I, And also, I feel that way, yeah. too. You know what I'm saying because one thing I don't think people understand is that like music has subgenres. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I hate when people try to like
1: people got to understand that.
2: Yeah, like I hate when people try to take like like Lil Yachty or something and compare him to like Tupac. Like you know what I'm saying? Like don't do you, you that. You can't. Like they're, they're the sub subgenres are different. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you have to like you have to grade things in their own you know on their own scale. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't I don't know, like, like I don't know what a the metaphor or whatever it, you would call it is, but it's like, um I don't know, like, you wouldn't grade, you wouldn't, I don't, what is, it's something like the animals, like, where it's like, you wouldn't, if a fish can't, I don't know, like, you would, like, let's say, shit, I'm trying to think of what I'm saying here, like, um if you grade a fish, and a monkey on the same scale, like one of the animals that think they're stupid or something like. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, I think I'm
3: sure. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: like something like that. Like you can't grade, you can't grade like you know, um, there's, like mumble rap, I guess what you call. It. I don't like calling it that, but call it SoundCloud rap. Like SoundCloud rap, yeah. and then like you know what I'm saying, like conscious rappers on the same scale because mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like conscious. I mean, mum, I mean, SoundCloud rap is is good, but it's good on its own scale. You know what I'm saying? And there's like there's also and there's bad on its own scale too. Just like you have, like, conscious rappers who are good on their own scale, and you have conscious rappers who are, like, terrible. Like, me personally, I'ma listen to J. Cole, but, like, some other, there's, like, other ones that I won't listen to, like, um, like, I know Tech N9ne is a lyricist, but I've never really heard anything he's ever put out, or, like, you know what I'm saying, downloading yeah. any one of his songs or something like that, so, yeah. there's good and bad in each, I just feel like people really need to, like, realize that, like, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. mm-hmm. they're grade them on the subgenres that they're, they're in, not like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So. Music's just
3: subjective, you know? Everybody's got their own taste in music, man. Yeah. Just leave all it right. all.
2: <laughs> Clifton
1: McMillan Jr. says, if you're a pop rapper who did not battle rap to come up, don't go to war with the battle rappers, and then try to set the rules of engagement. They poke fun at you, let it slide. Yeah, he's talking uh, about
2: the, You uh, don't even <laughs> need to drop
1: names for us to know who that is. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Put and that's crazy, Sorry. because like I was saying, like I, uh, I, I said a while back, like... um." With, with the whole Drake and Pusha T situation, like, I don't know. A lot of people might not be familiar, but when Joy Badass and Troy Ave, like, went into, like, a beef. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Joy Badass has a friend, Capital, Capital Steve who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Troy Ave, like, said something about him, and then it, it wasn't cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, like, Troy Ave fans didn't fuck with Troy Ave off the back of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was yeah. just a big thing. So, it's just, like, it's, like, in, in rap battles, it, it's just almost... And I'm, It's just. It's just kind of like the person that you are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it. It's. It, it's. real weird. Like, mm-hmm. I just. I don't feel like me personally. I don't feel like when people die. Like that's. That's something you should like really like your mama, your girl, your your kids. Your, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like all them. Everybody who's in perfect health are like. Yeah. Fine, but like, people are replaceable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like. Uh, well, I mean, well, once upon a time, this used to be settled with bullets. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these, these are facts. Uh, so, I mean, there's an etiquette to it. Is what he's trying to get yeah. across. There's yeah. there's an etiquette to it. Is it, is it, is it. yeah.
1: I mean, well let's see, well, let's see what what do you say?
3: The battle rap people are just so they're so caught up in trying to don't go to go war. Somebody's don't
1: somebody's feelings like get to get them mad in any way that they yeah. can. And it looks like Cliff's point here is just you know don't try a battle rapper and then try to set the ball. Well, I mean, depends. Yeah. Can't give. I mean, he who swingeth first swings last. But Pusha got the last swing on it. Yeah. Uh, Artem Koziba says, "Bring back content. Most artists can't keep to a subject, let alone be original. Hip hop should do away with the cloning, copying styles of artists. I think that's because um, just everything is connected through the internet and connected through SoundCloud. Anybody can stream something, mm-hmm. so anybody can get any city sound or emulate that. Yeah. But it's also because like a lot of people listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like that. That's why in, to to follow up with what Yo Yo Simpa said." When he said everything is like a one hit wonder with the nineties uh alt rock thing. And that that's what's going on now. It's like people are hearing something and they got they have the formula for the flow. Where it's like hey no, 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 no. And so you'll you'll hear a lot of songs like that, and then they get real hot, but they have no longevity. Yeah. And yeah. so that that's what that is.
2: I also feel like people need to stop paying attention to gimmicks. Like like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like like that kid boo. Kid, like you ever you see him? Like he supposedly has a clone.
1: Once or twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: like but you but people are really paying attention to him, and I, off the simple fact that he's so called like has a clone that like, he has been cloned or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. So, but it's I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just it. I don't know. I, in the internet could be the internet is some of the problem. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah. just really like what you uh, what you pay attention to and what you don't. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of like, it's just like accents, right? Like if somebody from the UK came over to the US, they'd start naturally just picking up an American accent or losing a bit of their own accent. It's yeah. just like people, when they listen to music, they're just naturally going to take bits and pieces from the music they listen to and incorporate it into their own style. Yeah.
1: So, right. it's just something that happens. Uh, J4 says, leave behind the lying till true, mumbling, and for fuck's sakes, have some respect. Cat's all about a dollar sign. And giving no F's about influence of fe- the future if it's not a- Hey man, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Next. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cal Payne EE. no nah, that's two. Says things that should return. Originality, quality. Right? Okay, you old. You <laughs> old. Mm-hmm. Respect between the generations. I can cosign that. Source yeah. awards, maybe. Mm-hmm. Things that should leave and never return. Ghostwriters. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. All yeah. the subliminal gay shit. Man, stop. Get out of here. You probably danced the prince, nigga. Subliminal um, gay, shit. gay shit. Subliminal. I mean, like, what the fuck does that mean? I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I there's. I think that's just that's old black man sensitivity.
2: Yeah, like you said, he probably did dance to Prince, and I thought Prince was gay for a very long time until I actually became an adult and realized, yeah. oh, no he actually got bitches. Okay. It yeah. Makes sense.
3: It's all about maturity for real. Anybody, anybody who says stop with that subliminal gay shit, I feel like it's they need to take a step back. Really mature before they start making stances on music like that. I don't it, know, man. It, it I it don't is. understand what just, you're saying
1: there at all. And it part of growing, and especially as an artist, like if, you, if you're fucking with any anime, you might come across one that's called like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. And at, fir- at first glimpse, like if, you're, if your mind is not open, if you're still ignorant, yes, ignorant meaning like an idiot, mm-hmm. you would probably look at it and be like, yo, like why why are they so buff? And like, why do they have like heart earrings and hearts on their clothes and stuff? Like, yo, like, yo, they sound that gay shit. Like it's it's influenced by older rock bands and and there's yeah. even like one character that is based around like his whole layout is based around Prince. He's got like purple and everything like that. And his his little power is named after like a a Prince song or Prince album or something yeah, like man. that. But it's actually like a really good show. And it's just accepting your own masculinity. Yeah. Like you ain't got to yeah. simp out. You ain't got to be like cheap or nothing. But don't you know?
2: Yeah, man. Like. Just like yeah, I don't. Now that we talking about it, I don't even understand why people like older people look back and like they try to make everybody gay now, Bruh, Like you know what I'm saying, like bruh, Prince wore, but his clothes, like like Dave Chappelle said he they didn't come out the men's section. You know yeah. what I mean, like yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like I don't know, but like.
3: And every rock group in the 70s had long hair, crop top shirts, and everything. Right, exactly.
2: Them. But I I remember, I don't know what it was, but I was watching Netflix, and some group was on stage, like, in dresses. Like, yeah. would make, like, dresses and makeup, and really, like, people loved that shit. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just. It. Times don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything stays the same. It just gets a. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's just.
1: It's just on, like, a little
2: sprinkler. Yeah, you know, it's on a little so. sprinkler.
1: Branded uh, Brandon C. Rogers says, Leave the N word in the trash. It may not be mm-hmm. for them, but white people are the biggest consumers of hip hop backpackers. It sends the wrong message about how we are to be seen and about how we are to respect ourselves. I've Peace heard, emoji yeah. runs mm-hmm. away. Well, while you're running, you might want well to take them white people, which I'm not I'm not worried about like a white person's image, right? Like yeah. how I appear to a white person, like yeah it's it's an expression of self now if it's if it's super ignorant like I mean I, I don't know man there's been there's been trash rap throughout the decades there's been party rap that's been trash there's been gangster rap that's been trash yeah but you're you're not gonna it's it's like how post Malone shared his thoughts on hip hop you're not gonna come to our art and then do it and recreate it and then share your thoughts about how you know you don't think it's deep or lyrical or it just doesn't make me feel when you produce shit that's not even that good yeah like the fuck out of here I don't give a fuck white people think I've got, <laughs> <laughs> I
3: have uh, yeah I've heard I've heard, a lot, I've heard that stance from a lot of people the whole like um, stop using the N word in a, in any context at all it's mostly from old, the older generation who lived through the you know the civil rights era mm-hmm. but I don't know I've been hearing more and more of that from like all angles I don't I don't, I don't really know how I feel about it so far
1: uh, Christopher Castillo Wilborn says, "Leave behind the homophobic bullshit." You get the cosign on that one. Yeah, mm.
2: definitely.
1: Fish eye lens music video segments, bring them back. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, bro. Like, <laughs> I think that's just got to do with the directors of the video, cause yeah. like, now now videos have like these these weird fake deep Instagram kind of story arts or segments mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. or or like you can really tell like what kind of video it's gonna be mm-hmm. by the way it's shot. Like, like like trap niggas. Like as if the beat comes in and it's and it's like like you'll see the camera cut between like the record label and then it jumps into the video on the beat. Yeah. And so it's gonna be shot in a kitchen, and in a bedroom. It's gonna be like mm-hmm. at least two girls in the bed and then he's yeah. he's getting out of bed and he's got it's gonna be money, money, money everywhere. Yeah. If it's gonna be like a <laughs> if it's like a deep emotional video, it's gonna be like a lot of slow motion, it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a lot of panning over yeah. and everything. It's gonna have like a, a nice little deep filter over it to set the tone. But like back then uh back then like there was like a, a lack of i don't know identity yeah. i feel like with and that's yeah. and that's because like again with the whole cloning thing is like i don't know rappers just had like so much identity like if you were watching like a buster rhymes video he had this like we when he did the give me some more video mm-hmm. it was on like that weird tim burton beetlejuice shit, and he had like the <laughs> yeah. the hulk hands and he had that little goblin following yeah, him around and it, it was a Busta Rhymes video, but it was a Buster Rhymes song too. So if you were watching like a Luda video, he did uh, what was it, Move Bitch, Get Out the Way or whatever. And he had like the the big ass chains. He had the big fro and the big Adidas and yeah. all. If you were watching a Missy video. Missy did a lot for hip hop.
2: See, I, I, and yeah. another thing I think I think about that is I feel like just um, I feel like YouTube itself kind of like ruined videos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you can stream it all. Yeah, and it just just because it's like um. Now, anybody can shoot a music video. Back then, you know what I'm saying? You had to have a budget and a camera crew. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to have actual things. But now, exactly. I can shoot a video, and he can shoot a video, and he can mm-hmm. shoot a video, too. So, like, and, you know, that was, that's what people are watching. So, it's like, for, for you know, like, bigger artists, they really don't, you know what I'm saying?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: They look at us and be like, okay, that's what's hot. So, I guess yeah. that's what I, you know what I'm saying? That's what I need to do, too. But, like, then you also have people like Travis Scott, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who, like, really, like, goes all the way out for his videos. So, yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I do think like if the higher ups like you know, people like like people like Travis Scott keep doing like, you know, different stuff with their videos and it'll make like everyone else have to like step their game up too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So Absolutely.
1: Uh air quote Stop wearing skinny jeans. We need to go back to real hip hop. Like we forgot how y'all used to dress, and then it's got a picture of the airbrush gangster Spongebob. <laughs> Hey, yeah. that's, that's facts, man. Call out the hypocrisy. Yeah. Especially if you're a fat nigga wearing skinny jeans. Because anytime I see you wearing them, you always sagging. Yeah. All right, like, yeah. stop that. <laughs> Cut it out. Um, let's, see, let's see. We'll do a couple more and then we'll wrap it. Uh, drugs, guns, and unprotected sex. Also, stop justifying mistreating other people for stuff other than what they actually do. Tired of hearing about people getting shot over shit that could have been talked about. Yeah, you really in your feelings, bro. Yeah,
3: that's a bigger issue.
1: Bring back dudes who broke down the math of how much dope they sold. Word to Pimp C. Uh, well, these dudes aren't smart enough to break that down into lyrics. They might snitch on themselves. That's how I tell you, That's why you think Tek is doing the race, bro. Yes, definitely. Um, leave behind the lack of originality. How many Lils can there be? Well, there's been Lil since the '90s, so yeah. they're gonna be here a while. Yeah. And they're not going to get big either Well They're not going to grow up. they always going to be little. Yeah Only yeah. Bow Wow Only Only bad Wow The only little that ain't little no more Is, is Bow Wow He ain't even rapping so Yeah That's true and, and Romeo But you know He ain't um, rapping either Yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yep When you graduate from Lil
3: You also graduate from rap
1: That's yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Pretty much man Yeah um, Yeah so like A lot of this is like a lot of the same stuff like misogyny, the patriarchy, all that stuff, toxic masculinity, material, glor- glorification of murder, degradation of women. I listen to some comment, man. Like hmm. nothing. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, but they. I look. It's I, at the end of it. I think it's just the wrong people getting the wrong attention, getting too much attention anyway. Yeah. yeah. And since I don't know, the radio is the way it is, and there's just so much. I mean. Someone once said on my timeline, uh, "This guy native." He said that you know, if you really feel like that's all that's out there, you're either not listening or you're not looking. Yeah, it's that's pinned I was gonna say that too. Yeah. And I and I definitely cosign that. Like if you mm-hmm. cut turn off B ninety six, that's our main like hip hop station down here. So yeah, yeah, you might want to cut that off and pick up your phone and start streaming some music if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, Because true. Those people are out there. Like I can tell you now, like. I I've listened to Freddie Gibbs like Freddie Gibbs he does like thug rap he does storytelling he does like a little bit of lyrical this and that and everything mm-hmm. and it and then and then I can like listen to Kendrick Lamar who can also be informative and on the woke tip and all that stuff mm-hmm. but like I I'll tell you now like people who have the uppity attitude about like yo bring back you know real rap real real rap that was telling like the truth and. I I'll tell you I have not listened to like not one Immortal Technique song like that (laughs) shit puts me to sleep so everybody just don't act like you're above anybody everybody's got their guilty pleasures and everybody's got you know Mm -hmm. the stuff that they listen to on the on the real you
2: know what I mean that is true I feel like uh I feel like one reason why people can feel the way that they do about it is because Mm -hmm. music comes out so much music comes out you know what I mean but like real artists only give you a project like every like year or you know what I'm saying couple years just like because back then it was only that way but now you got like people dropping whole projects every week you know what i'm saying like so with the internet it's just so easy yeah it's so easy you know what i'm saying but like you said like you're still not looking like you know what i mean like if if you you know scratch off the surface and you look a little deeper just a little deeper you'll definitely find like you know what i'm saying
3: yeah, misogyny, glorifying violence, murder and all that shit. Yeah. That's not that's definitely out there, but it's not the only thing yeah, by far. It's not. Be right. 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 Gotta look. Listen to two thousand one. Even listen. if you listen to the radio, that's not the only thing on the radio all the time, you know that's, what I mean? Right. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, I mean that's that's really all we got for it. I mean, so what's what's everyone's general consensus as far as the topic goes? We're gonna start Mr. Two Hundred, Ivory.
2: You come back to me <laughs> uh, Moods
1: My general consensus on just
3: Rap in general yes, Or the whole sir. podcast we wrapping the whole thing up uh, No we're not We're not wrapping the whole thing up Okay Just on rap then It is what it is man Music's subjective I listen to Fuck man If you open my Spotify Just shuffle my songs on there You are gonna get The widest breadth Of fucking music Of all time dude Like music is all subjective man Just l- Leave it alone. Don't have too many strong feelings about the state of hip hop or anything like that because it's all it's like liquid, right? It's just gonna keep flowing and moving and changing through time. Just let it change and don't get all up in your feelings about it, man. That's yeah. that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I feel like yeah,
1: don't don't be in your feelings about it either. And just filter what you listen to, man. Like true. I mean like I I say like Lil Lil Yachty is like one of my guilty pleasures just because he is like a silly dude and But he gets hard beats and then I have the woke rappers that I listen to just whenever I'm in my fields but I I would never put hip-hop with mumble rap or modern rap or anything like that Mm -hmm. and you just got to understand that this is Mm -hmm. this generations coming up they're doing the same stuff that we did like you have uh, a extension extantation yeah Yeah. so and, and you see like the young people are like yo he he gets us and he's teaching it. He's telling us about like mental health and depression and everything. And he's mm-hmm. bridging rock and rap. No, he's not the first to do it. Yeah. They run, run, run DMC, DMC and, and Aerosmith did it. Jay-Z did it for us with Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. And now Lil Uzi is making like emo rap. And that's and then, probably something That's gonna stick around For a some, while Give some respect to Young Lee Okay yeah. And Young Lee yeah. You know it really If anybody needs respect It's the bass guy That man walks so oh, y'all can crawl That's true Thank the bass guy he, he he made room for y'all To be trash
2: Yeah so. it is uh, For the most part man Just kinda Based on what y'all said You know what I'm saying Just You just can't You just can't be so butthurt I mean you gotta sit back And really like like filter through it You know what I mean Like That's, what, that's just what it is Right now You know what I'm saying Like it it, there's something out there for everybody. I promise, if you come down off your high horse, you'll definitely find a couple of trash rappers that you really love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The ones you say a trash that you really love, and you also got you know what I'm saying some even better ones that wanna come up. Like uh, like um, let's say Buddy. I don't know if y'all know who he is, but oh, yeah, his album was great. You know what I'm saying? So just man, just uh, I don't know. Like you, you are the reason why you can't find better music. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that's really that's really all there is. Just take a step back and really like you know, embrace it and i promise you you'll find everything that you're looking for. All
1: right, and that is all the time we have for this interview. I want to thank Ivory for coming through. We're going to go around the table one time and everybody give their closing statements. Ivory. Uh
2: okay. Uh Check out 2001 on all streaming networks. Uh, as of right now, this is my first thing that I've dropped on the streaming network, so you have to type in Ivory, I-V-R-Y, 2001. Go ahead and download that. Um, follow me on Twitter at 200 underscore, spelled out, not just the numbers. Uh, Thank you all for having me, too. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We were glad to have you. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Yeah, but that's it. Moody, yeah. closing statements. Uh, don't follow me on anything.
3: You don't have to. You can, but you don't have to. I'm... Got different names on fucking everything. Mood (laughs) Bone is probably the one you'll find me on most things. But other than that, yeah, just thanks thanks to Ivory for coming out, being on the podcast. Thanks to Freddie for making sure I made it on time, this time, and everything. And I recovered from my neck ulcer and
1: everything. But, yeah, that's it. All right. And my closing statement is I want to thank everybody for coming through. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to get involved in the conversation, hit us at nicemikesounds at gmail.com. I occasionally post a few questions or posts to my Instagram at Ready Player One. That is Ready Player with a numeric one at the end. So you can also hit us there on the DMs. And my closing statement is well, you know, peace, love, unity, and having fun. These are the lyrics of KRS One. Um, beats, rhymes, and life. Just just listen to good music, listen to good hip hop, you know? Why well, hate when you can vibe? And this has been Player One with the Mike Sounds Nice podcast. I'm signing off.